What up? What up? Welcome back to the fucking Millennial Meltdown Podcast. Uh, here with Dustin Cade. What's going on? Glad to be here. Glad we could fucking get started recording here. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now we're good. Don't have to fucking stop again. Yeah, we are just talking about fucking comedy and fucking podcasting. You do a podcast. Yeah, Blazing the Scene podcast. Check it out. We're What's it on? Uh, we are on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Anchor. Get all the all the all the general good ones. The all right, dope. every Stitcher, all the good shit. Yeah, the everywhere normal, Anchor, all the normal habit <laughs> shit. Fucking my dog's gonna rip off your webcam. Fucking a crypto. Oh yeah, he's uh crypto. Knock it off. All right, I've been waiting for him to get on the mic, but let us know his opinion. He's so big. Yeah. Yeah, fucking, that's the problem with having these loose cords and a fucking gigantic dog running around. He just, what can he, you do? Yeah, he can't see, he can't see him. I just realized I didn't bring my fucking office chair out here sitting in this little foldable chair. I'll be okay. <laughs> I know, I'm... Man up. I know, you're like twice my size and I'm in this big comfy office chair and you're sitting in... Yeah, that is a tiny chair. It's a little foldable chair. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I usually bring my, uh, that's my old office chair, and uh, I usually bring my new one out here, but it's all good. If I can't deal with it in an hour, I'll go get it. Yeah. We'll be fine. Uh, so we were just talking about podcasting. Yeah, I started podcasting like years ago, but it's so fucking challenging having time. Like, it's such a time commitment, and I've thought about doing them like uh, at night. Yeah. Like when my uh, fiance goes to bed and just fucking uh, doing what, like a half hour episode by myself and just like, like doing specific topics. Like I like picking a topic and like ranting on them or whatever. But even when I think about that, like most of the nights by like nine, nine 30, I'm like, I don't have the fucking energy to sit there and fucking turn all this shit on and fucking do it. Like we've tried a couple different times. We don't really have a set time when we record. It's just when we have time. Yeah. So there have been nights where it's 11.30 and we're yeah. starting recording and yeah, it's exhausting. It's a fucking, it's a real commitment. Like yeah. A real time commitment, real energy commitment. Yeah. It's a lot of, t- of fucking, especially if you're trying to do other stuff plus podcasting. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to do comedy. Yep. And then I started podcasting and we we're all gung ho on the podcasting and then I realized how hard it was to develop two things at one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going through I started both around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I started podcasting. A lot of people have asked me, like, they're like, oh, like, you're doing fucking stand-up? Like, did you, like, start a podcast because you're doing stand-up? And I'm like, no, I actually started a podcast, like, years before even thinking about doing stand-up. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I got a film degree. Yeah. So, like, listening to Joe Rogan and, like, Burt's podcast and Tom Segura and, like, um, I mean, fuck, there's so many podcasts I've listened to now. Like, it's, I'm always just like, I can fucking do that. I know how audio boards work. Like, I know how cameras work. Like, yeah. I can figure all this shit out. And so it was like a, a thing for me that I was like, that's just easy. I'm going to fucking do a podcast. And then I never even thought about being a comedian. Yeah. You know? I mean, it'll, just it helps podcasting oh it definitely fucking yeah. helps it definitely helps getting guests yeah yeah oh yeah and comedians actually listen to podcasts 
Yeah. Like I've asked people to be on my podcast and they're like, what's a podcast? Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, you don't, you don't listen to podcasts? And they're like, no, nah, fucking not at all. That's weird. I thought everyone knew what a podcast. I thought it was right? new radio. Right. I've got people into podcasts just being like, yeah, you don't listen to podcasts? Listen to this shit. And like sending them videos and like. It's crazy how many clips. different types of podcasts there are too. Like all yeah. of the, the podcasts I listen to are completely different than podcasts some people listen to. Yeah. Some people are into, some people just listen to serial killer podcasts. Yeah, like I was just going to bring that up. It's funny because like people know that I do a podcast and now like. I have friends who will send me shit that are like, I've listened to this podcast. You might like it. And like half yeah. the time, they're serial killer podcasts. Oh, people yeah. People, like, <laughs> people send me these interesting uh, informational podcasts. I'm like, but where are all the punchlines? Right? It's I, like, need some, I need some laughs. There's a fucking entertainment value here. I need some silly. Yeah. I've watched enough. They got all this same stuff on Netflix. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can learn about serial killers with video attached. I know. It's Netflix. fucking, it's kind of like, it's so oversaturated, dude. Like, um, I was talking to Yeah, Sam. we're in the wrong business. We need to get in the serial killing business. Right. That's where the money's at. <laughs> right, God, serial killers are killing it right now. I would make a documentary or like a short film or something if I could. That's what, like, my next goal is, um... Like, I, I want to save up money and film, like, a short film. That, That'd be dope. That I've wrote, yeah. That was what I wanted to do in college. And it was, like, we did, like, small short films in college and stuff, but uh, uh, never anything, like, high production value with, like... Yeah. You know, it's, like, you'd shoot something really quick and edit it for, like, an assignment. It's, like, I need, I need to get my C to get this degree. Right, exactly. I'm going to make a C documentary. Not, right, Instead, like, I, I like, no one's paying me for this shit, right? I paid to be able to record this video, right? I want to make like a high quality short film that I could submit to like uh, festivals and shit. That'd be dope, yeah. But even that, like, I'm like, fuck, that is such a commitment. Like, I'm sure I won't do podcasts during that period, yeah. Of that's time. the thing, like, I won't do st- you like, get these great ideas, but like, then you start to process how much yeah. commitment and time it's gonna take, dude. Life gets in the way, man. That's like, if I won the lottery. I'd be so happy because I'd have so much free time to do creative shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thing. Everyone's got fucking amazing ideas, but yeah. no, the, you have to be able to make time to do all yeah. of them. Yeah. A lot of people want to do different shit. Like if all of us had, if all of us didn't need to worry about money and time to do stuff, we'd all be able to do the most amazing things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta... I know. I'm jealous of like, uh, that's like the the cool thing about like, people who are doing stand-up long enough and like start getting paid and like can make it their job and stuff like that's like like i would like to get paid doing any creative shit like i can like i've written screenplays i've done podcasts i do stand-up comedy now like yeah any creative shit i could get paid for i'd be so fucking jazzed to get a paycheck for it you know what i mean Uh, i got 10 bucks the other night for your show that i was jazzed i mean i spent 15 at the venue but just the thought, the idea of getting paid for That's sick. doing something. Yeah. Making an art and fucking selling it. Yeah, right. Like, that's, like, the ultimate goal, right? Like, be your own Especially in comedy, it's so hard to boss. make anything. Yeah. Like, I I've can't made, even have the expectation in comedy to make money. From this podcast, I've made about $4. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it's like... <laughs> Wait, you can make money with this? Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> there, there's ways to do that. 
It's like one day if I got forty dollars in a month from this podcast, I'd be so fucking jazzed. Oh yeah. They were like, yeah, you had so many ads run this month, you got forty dollars. I'd be like, what the fuck, forty fucking dollars? <laughs> oh, if I if I get a drink ticket for a fifteen minute set, I'm happy. <laughs> right, dude. Anything for free, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's like comedy is cool though, because it's like uh, in Phoenix, there's so many people trying to do stand up. Like we were talking about earlier. That's a great scene. There's so many different types of people, and uh, it's cool just being able to hang out at, like, shows and hang out with comedians that are fucking like-minded or listen to the same podcast you do or whatever. Yeah. Everyone has, like, one thing in common that fucking makes them... Yeah. It's easy to make a friend, like... Yeah, you could talk to... It's like we all have something in common. We're all trying to pursue comedy. So we already have the ice broken. I was wearing a fucking shirt from Massachusetts. And uh, um, like a 50-year-old guy started talking to me about my shirt. We had like a 10-minute conversation about it. Uh I would have never talked to that guy in my life. Uh, Like, you know what I mean? Me and my podcast partner, Josh, comedy partner, we always talk about that. We're like... If we weren't in comedy, there's like no. If we would have met each other in public, we probably fucking would have never talked to would each never other. Been friends, yeah. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have fucking liked each other. We yeah. probably wouldn't have been friends. This is the only possible way we would have ended up friends. Right. Is through doing comedy. Yeah, it's weird. I've made how tons that of works. friends in comedy. It's like yeah. Probably the most friends I've ever had, and I probably have too many at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with friends. The more you get, then you feel like you got to go hang out with them every once in a while, and. But that's the nice thing about shows. You just see them like on a fucking yeah. You don't have that's the thing of comedy. You don't have to go out of your way to see your friends. You're like, hey, what up, dude? Yeah, yeah. Now I have a couple people that I'll like text before I go to an open mic. I'm like, hey, are you gonna be there tonight? If they're like, yeah, I'm like, sick. See you there. Fucking. I don't even text them before. Get a beer. I now it's at the point. I just I know I'm gonna fucking know everyone at the mic. Yeah, see whoever's there when the now I know get there. Now I know the oddball. I know the new comics as soon as they start because oh yeah I know everyone that's in that room regularly yeah that is like the cool thing I feel like now I've been around long enough where I don't feel like the new guy like being like five and a half months in or whatever like yeah. now I finally don't feel like I'm the new guy showing up to a mic and now like yeah I've met new people that they're like yeah this is my first time here and I'm like I know it is because yeah. I've never seen you here before <laughs> yeah that's great when you first start and then you see someone that starts after you and you're like alright I'm not the newest guy right I'm new but I'm not the newest yeah <laughs> I know there's this one dude I've been talking to at Improv Mania he's like literally like six weeks in he's just like a super nice guy he's like a personal trainer just like a cool guy it's like yeah I just figured I'd give it a shot and I'm like yeah man keep yeah. going like I See you next week. Oh, I've seen so many people start, and then they'll just disappear. Yep. That's the thing, you never... Like, I don't have any... There's so many few comics numbers I have, or phone numbers I have, because I'm going to see them on a regular basis anyway. And then they just drop off the face of the earth, like some of the newer guys. Yeah, I've definitely... I've already made friends with a couple people, and then never seen them again. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, cool. Yeah, I've seen you here the last couple of weeks, and then just never seen yeah. you again. Like, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm at the point where I kind of just, I wait, I wait like a month or so before I start talking to a newer comic. So yeah. I'm like, let's, 
let's see if you're gonna keep coming because yeah i don't want to make friends with you give you all this advice because i've done that too i've given because I, I try to give newer comics because i'm still new but i know what the newer newer comics are going through so yeah. i try to give them as much advice as i can but now I'm like weary because I've given there are a bunch of guys I've given or people I've given advice to and then they never show up again. I'm like I went out of my way to give you all this great advice you asked for, and yeah. then you just stopped coming. Yeah, that's fair. It's definitely a tricky thing, man. It's so I uh, give advice now to the ones that I see are yeah. progressing. They're trying. It's interesting. Like uh, it's such a big learning experience. Like doing comedy. Like it's weird even talking about it because I'm like fucking five and a half months into doing comedy i'm like this is my opinion about doing comedy it's gonna fucking change in fucking six yeah. more months you yeah know what i mean i don't like talk about it much either but yeah right. i hit my year so now i'm like all right there's stuff i know that a one month comic doesn't know yeah so, and there are year co comics that were doing it a year helping yeah. me when i started out it's just like those stages it's like the time it's like every year is like a different stage for people but also I mean, I've met some people that are like, yeah, I've been doing comedy for six years. And I would have guessed that it was like their first or second time doing a mic. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, I mean, there's also different, there's just those different levels also in, in that sense of like, like we were talking about earlier, like there's people who take it more seriously than other people. There's people who just see it as a hobby. There's people who are trying to make it a job. There's people who are yeah just trying to get on stage and make friends just trying to people people trying to fucking get attention there are people that are just comedy fans and just want to be around comics yeah so they just do the open mics so they can be around comics mm -hmm. it's like they're kind of like you hit enough open you're, if you hit open mics you're in a club sort of totally yeah yeah and then everyone stops talking to you and you stop <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah, it's kind of like you're in the scene when you're in the scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like we all kind of have this mutual understanding. Because then what happens when someone makes it? They're not going to be hitting open mics. In, right. They're not going to be hitting grungy dive bars in Phoenix anymore. They're going to be right doing grown-up shit. But that's the thing about comedy. is like you'd be an open micer for 10 fucking years. Yeah. You'd be an open micer for 15 years, 20 years. But... If you're good enough eventually you'll get paid to do it yeah if you're around long enough you'll fucking meet people who if you're good enough they'll fucking invite you to get paid to do it yeah shit like that but i don't know for me i'm i'm just having fun and i just fucking want to keep showing up to mics and getting better at it like i try to just learn something at every show i go to and fucking get better yeah and i know a lot of people are like yeah i don't care about getting better like i'm just hanging yeah. out and having fun but i'm like fuck man I'm trying why? to like take why? it seriously. Yeah, I like, say like I feel like there's so many things that I would rather do with my time if I didn't want to get better. Yeah. Than go to hit all these open mics. Like yeah. when I started out, I was hitting like ten open mics a week. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way on earth I would want to go to all these open mics just to hang out. Yeah. Like, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. But then again, it's exhausting because I'm trying to get better. Right. For so the people that are just coming to hang out it's not exhausting for them they're not right they haven't rewritten anything they're just they're not trying to develop right it's fun for them i mean it's fun for me too but there's a level of stress on it because there are things i want to change on my set every time it's hard to remember that one extra tag you made for a joke yeah in a set yeah like three minutes into the set i don't know 
Yeah, I'd fucking... I was gone with the mentality. I've always been had the mentality that if I just keep writing, keep developing, and making myself better, all the other stuff will come along the way. Yeah. As long as I build this up, everything else will start to follow. Yeah. I listened to, like, podcasts for, like, advice and shit before I, like, started. Yeah. And, like, I took it so seriously, like, I wrote... I wrote and, like, practiced, like, by myself at home. And saying that sounds so stupid, but it's, like... I did that, like... I built the confidence, like, practicing my jokes, knowing what I was going to say, so I felt comfortable doing my first open mic. And I was, like, I need to have, like, five minutes of shit to say. So I, like, made sure I had five minutes of jokes. Yeah. And when I got on stage the first time, like, I got laughs because I had fucking rehearsed, prepared jokes. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people get on stage for their very first time. And for some reason, a lot of people like to say it's their first time. And I didn't do that. I wasn't like, this is my first fucking mic. Yeah. A lot of people, I've seen people get on stage and they're like, this is my first time ever doing this. Oh, that was, then, that was my first time told everyone it was my first time. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't really want everyone to know. Yeah. I was going to tell them after maybe. But they, they do like a minute and a half of stuff. And then they're like, all right, thanks. Yeah. And then they're like nothing and i'm like man like i i took like the writing jokes portion of doing an open mic so seriously oh yeah that's all i I, fucking tried doing it i wrote for a few months before i i wrote for a few months and then i went to open mics just to watch for like two weeks before i ever started Mm -hmm. like i chose i knew what open mic i'd been to the open mic i wanted to start at I made sure I hit everyone first to figure out which one I wanted to start at. That's cool. That's why I started at Tosos because it was the most empty. And I was like, I know I'm going to bomb, so I'd rather just bomb in front of four or five people first. Get that out of the way. That's really interesting. But now I realize that the less people are in the room, the harder it is. Yeah. There's 100 people in the room. There's some people in there that are going to find your shit funny. If there are four people in the room. Everyone has a demographic. Yeah. I've tried to remind myself of that too. Like I like I know like I know my demographic is just white guys my age. Yeah. Like I know that. Like uh-huh. I know like I'm gonna struggle to make old ladies laugh. My and, demographic is degenerates and Yeah. Yeah. Like I know people I'm gonna offend aren't some gonna people. be able to afford comedy tickets in like, the future. <laughs> I know when I bring up like I grew up in a town without black people. Like, it's going to rub some people the wrong way when I bring that up. Like, I just know that, you know? And so, like, when you're doing a fucking set to just comics sitting in a room, there's definitely times I've stood there, like, waiting to go on stage where I'm like, we'll fucking see how it goes. Like, I'm like, no no one here is fucking who I wrote these jokes for. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've kind of just stopped having an expectation for, like, every show or mic or anything. I've, and I probably too will too. Yeah, in six more months from yeah, now. Yeah, you just you just go up and do your shit the yeah. best you can. Like I did a show the other night, or there there were people there, but they were all eating dinner. They didn't really want to hear comedy. It seemed like yeah, they weren't paying attention or to anything. And I was second, so they hadn't been warmed up to the show yet. Oh yeah, so I just did my stuff and pretended that there were people fucking laughing. You just got to use fair. the same energy because you get that huge adrenaline rush when you're in front of a lot of people. Yep. So you just got to learn how to match that energy you had with that adrenaline rush without that adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's definitely fair. I fucking, 
I've definitely just got up there and eaten shit for five minutes because no one fucking likes anything I say. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking just struggle through it, man. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it is. You'll see, I've seen people that have been doing it freaking 10 years, and I've seen them kill regularly, just have an off night and... No yeah. one dug any of their stuff. And I've bought tickets to shows at like the Tempe Improv and watched like the the feature bomb and just like fucking start sweating and just fucking like ten minutes in like, like you know where you're just like yeah man this is not going well for you yeah <laughs> it's just it's, like but it happens it that's happens. why I don't have expectations because I've had shows where I was like it's oh part wow of the game it's not like a band where a band plays all their sets. To all the people who all know all the words to their songs and fucking yeah, the band's also not like we 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 need a laugh. We're trying to get right. a laugh. The band doesn't have to have a laugh. They just right. don't want to mess up their song. You don't care like if no one claps while you're playing them. Give a shit. Yeah. Like right, it's comedy is different, man. It's definitely it's fun. It's like one of those things that like once I did it for the first time, I, like I told my fiance Sam, I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this forever. I was like, I'm going to come back every fucking week. Like, oh, it's this addictive. Is, this is the best. Like, I was like, I've never felt as fucking good as I did standing on stage and people laughed at the shit I said when I just fucking wrote it stoned at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and I like got on stage and get a performance and fucking like connect with people. And then people afterwards are like, dude, that was so fucking funny. Like, yeah, I'm just like, man, this this such a cool fucking feeling. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's the shit. I fucking, whoa, what was that? Oh, just my ringtone. Ah, uh, it's the Back to the Future sound. Yeah, I've noticed you've you've got every possible different version of nerd poster in your house. Oh yeah, I love it. It's a fucking nerd realm up here. This is uh Oh, I'm a low key nerd. Low key, low key. Uh, oh, I'm not low key about it at all. That's for sure. Yeah, I definitely like to collect cool shit. I've definitely told like, not superheroes, but I'm a fucking fantasy and sci-fi nerd. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a fan of everything, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've told Sam like I'm a big Superman fan, and uh, Back to the Future is my favorite movie. It always has been, and uh, like I just bought a little fucking collectible DeLorean. Like uh, car yeah. that's like a scale model DeLorean uh, and I have like a signed license plate from Christopher Reeve in my office like and an actual license plate from uh, the license movie plate? <laughs> yeah, from the DeLorean oh, in dope. the movie and uh, I told I told Sam I'm like babe like you know when like I make it big and I'm rich one day like I'm gonna buy like actual Superman suits from movies and shit and like put them in glass cases in my fucking glass office. Glass cases? No, like, you wear them. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> you just run around the house and I'll <laughs> mowing the lawn and Batman I costume. would nerd out so hard, like, owning a real DeLorean from yeah. the future and shit. Like, yeah. That's, like, what I would spend. If I, like, was a millionaire, fucking, I'd spend stupid money on, like, collectibles and stupid shit. Like, oh, yeah. Man. I can play, uh, I uh, play the Warhammer. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, I've played a lot of Warhammer, fucking all the computer games. Oh, yeah, you said you have a gaming PC. What's your jam on there? Uh, right now I'm playing Total War Warhammer. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. Them I Steam sales. Them Steam sales. Shout out Steam for having amazing sales all the time. I've never played Warhammer. I've heard of it. I've never played it. 
Oh, dude, it's the nerdiest possible fantasy stuff. I've been... Oh, dude. They have tabletop game. I don't play the tabletop. I don't have time. There's tons of nerdy shit. To do shit. math. I don't want math in my games. I want the c- computer to figure the math out for me. I'm in, I've been getting down on the new Pokemon. Yeah. On, on the Switch, Pokemon Sword. Man, I want to get a Switch, but... Oh, it's the shit. I won uh, my uh, Fantasy Football League last year. I, I try to avoid buying any more... I can't afford any more hobbies. I don't have time. Uh, dude, Switch is the best because, like... It's like, uh, if you were a Game Boy kid, like, growing up, I yeah. don't know how old you are. How old are you? 27. Oh, okay, I'm 28. I, uh, I, so, same generation. Oh, I have a Game Boy emulator on my phone. There you go. Yeah, Game Boy Color. Grew up with Game Boy Color. Oh, I got all the all the hacked ROMs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't if you're someone that cares about that sort of thing. <laughs> That was uh, a joke. I'm a comedian. Dude, there's <laughs> so many comedians who are like fucking talking about like they just bought drugs that day and like do them on their podcast. I'm not worried about any of that. Type yeah. Shit. Have you ever listened to the church Joey Diaz's podcast? Yeah. They do so many fucking drugs. Oh dude. yeah, they had one episode where they all did acid. Yeah. Like there are four of them just yeah. Tripping I think on they've it. had multiple where they've done acid. That's great. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm not worried about any of that shit. Yeah. Um. What the fuck were we just talking about? Video it's games. Satire. Game or Boy. something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Game Boy. Uh, this is all a parody. Switch is like, it, it like brought me back to the Game Boy days because like I literally will just lay in bed and play it in bed because it's all handheld. You don't have to plug it into the TV and shit to play it. Yeah. You just play it on the handheld yeah. console. So like... My girlfriend will be watching fucking whatever downstairs, like Bachelorette or whatever, and I'll just fucking sit on the couch and play it for an hour. See, I got it. I have to sit up and play now because I used to play like this, and you'll play for like an hour, and then you'll try to move your arms, and all the blood's gone That's to fair. your elbows. That's fair. Yeah, at night, like, I'll just throw on a podcast, like, on my TV at night, and I'll play Switch for like an hour or two. Yeah, you don't have to worry about all those noises and shit. It doesn't oh, really pick sure. them up. Um, oh, I fucking... But, yeah, the Switch, like, brought me back, dude, to, like, being a kid. I'm like, this is the best. Like, fucking... I can't do it. I can't buy any more systems until the PS5 comes up. That's fair. But that's what I was Are saying. Are you Xbox I... or PlayStation? Xbox. I can tell. I can tell right off the bat. Like, he's told... <laughs> he is an X... This is an Xbox dude. That's so funny. for sure an Xbox guy. Halo's my jam, dude. Halo. Halo, I grew up playing Halo. That's Man. being a pro MLG Halo player. That was what I wanted to do when I was a teenager. So bad. Grew up watching the Ogres and Walshy and. Fucking, I played Halo, but I didn't. I only played Halo one and two, and then I stopped. Yeah. Following. Oh the, man, I dude, that was like, that was what I. If Twitch was a thing when we were teenagers, I would have for sure been a Twitch streamer. Dude. Yeah. I'd be twenty eight right now, being like. Yeah, I've been a fucking streamer for 13 fucking years. Like, you nah, know I was, what I mean? I was PlayStation all the way because they had all the Final Fantasy games. And I have played every Final yeah, Fantasy. I, that was my shit. We always had both. I just bought a Final Fantasy Remake 10 yeah, and uh, X2 on the Switch because they just released it on everything. I didn't care for X2. I just bought it on... Was, I've never played X2. Uh, I've played 10... Yeah, I put too to my much of my life back into in that day. stupid goddamn game. Fucking cloud. Hook you, Final Fantasy. You know, you took so many years of my life and my childhood. What's that water soccer game called in, in that shit? Oh, uh, Blitzball. Blitzball. Dude, when I was a kid, I would fucking just sit I there and I remember that way too fast. I played Blitzball <laughs> for fucking hours, dude. Oh, yeah. I 
I had a or chocobo I, racing. I had a save file where it was literally just my blitz ball save file. Like sometimes I go fight monsters. Sometimes I play Dude, blitzball. I'm so excited to play it on my Switch. I haven't played it. I bought it on Black Friday. The stupid card game on Final Fantasy VIII. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I play that shit Dude, for hours. Th- that is so fucking addicting. That fucking card game. I have Final a game Fantasy within a yeah. game. I have the Final Fantasy VII remake on there too, and it's trash. It's like the worst remake I've ever seen in my life. The Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, they like remastered the characters. And, like, they didn't do anything to the background or anything. So it's, like, this HD guy running through this shitty 1990, <laughs> like, castle. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, it wow. looks terrible. Damn. Yeah, I have it on my Switch. I could fucking show you. It's fucking terrible. Do you want another beer? I mean, I'm down. I can you just keep talking. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm having <laughs> oh, a... I'm right behind you. <laughs> I'm just chilling. We out here. We out here just hitting bongs and snapping thongs. We out here? Where's that magnetic fucking... I don't even know, dude. I think I put it under... Oh, no, it's right here. I smoke too much weed to know where things are, where my own things are. You said you have your medical card? Yeah. That's cool, yeah. I've had mine for... I actually used to work at a dispensary in Flagstaff. (laughs) Right when it got legalized. So I've had my medical card since, like, 2013. I worked at a dispensary... When fucking I was like probably twenty, and it was fucking when it was still sketchy and they were still getting raided. Yeah. And I was still I was just a sign spinner. I just spun a sign outside, Fuck. and I didn't have my card, so I would come in an hour late, or hour later than everyone every day. And I fucking showed up to work one day, and the SWAT team had the whole fucking place lined up against a wall outside. Jesus, no way! Yeah, and That's on their crazy. knees, they're searching the whole place and raiding the place. That's wild. But it, no, it turns out the boss is doing just shady shit. Really? Yeah. Like, they raided that in, like, three houses he was doing for other shit in. That's wild, dude. Yeah, it was, like, a big-ass thing. And so I just... I remember when that was still a big thing during the Obama administration, the DEA started raiding yeah. all that shit. Dude, fucking... It's so dumb. It's, like... I hate when, uh... Well, it used to be it was, like, donation... It, you weren't supposed to charge for... It was supposed to be like donation. It was only. donations. Yeah. Yep. I and remember that. They were had a strict menu or they with prices, so some guy came undercover came in. There's this place I don't remember what if it was in Arizona. I smoked too much weed too. If it's in Arizona or if it's a different state, California or something. <laughs> no, I think it's it was in Boston. Here or not it was here. in Boston. When I was in Boston, <laughs> I can see I can get Boston and Arizona mixed up. Yeah, right, <laughs> dude. I travel. I've traveled so much this year. I travel for work, and uh, um, it gets so confusing when you go to states, smoke weed all over the country, and shit. Yeah. In Boston, there's this company I don't travel ever. that they sell you a shirt. And the price of the shirt is how much weed you're buying. And it's like, so you buy a $100 shirt, you know, you get like a quarter of weed. Uh, and they bring you a shirt uh, with your weed. I thought I thought you meant, I spent, if if I buy $100 worth of weed, this shirt's going to cost me 100 bucks too. No, like it's <laughs> straight up, like that's how like the company's modeled. Like you buy a shirt from them for a price because you're not buying the weed. No, oh, that's smart. And then they give you the weed with the shirt. Kind of like how uh, places will charge you for drink tickets. 
Right. So they don't have to get a liquor license because they're not charging for liquor. They're charging for tickets. For tickets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, are you serious? And they were like, yeah, they started doing that before it was like legal. Yeah. And now that it's legal, they just like kept doing it. Cause like people fucking know like that. That's, that's their thing. Yeah. And so it's like just a thing. Like, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but that's what they were doing for the donation shit six or seven years ago or that's whatever. That's dope. That's smart. Don't donate and God. buy this shirt. Such a simple solution to Right. And I was like, that's issue. fucking smart, man. Just print up a shitload of shirts with your company's logo on them. I'm like, yeah, buy this $120 shirt. And it's like, shirt. it's completely stoner. That's a totally stoner idea. Yeah. There's always something a stoner it's like, thing. oh, would you like to add on a $5 bracelet and we'll give you a pre-roll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, sick. Oh, man. You said you worked at a dispensary. You were a sign spinner. Yeah, I saw a spun us. Was it down here or in Phoenix or what? Yeah, I was in Tempe. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. Um, we just kind of started getting into this shit. I was gonna ask you like the basic shit so people could like get to know you on this podcast. Like, where are you from? Oh yeah, you're 27. <laughs> yeah, mid mid podcast is good for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, fucking 33 minutes in. We're no, I'm from I'm from Arizona. I grew up in. Oh, okay. Uh, I was born, I was born Phoenix Indian Hospital. I grew up in Casa Grande for a little bit. Oh Jesus! Then I okay. lived on the reservation with my mom in Auction. Oh, are you a Native American? I'm like just under a quarter. Oh okay. Yeah, my mom's enough to live on the res. I have a whole bit about it. Did like, you go to college? Did you get free education? Oh no, I didn't have enough blood in me to get any benefits. Shut up! Yeah. I thought you only needed like Elizabeth Warren one percent. Nah, of you that. need a quarter. For, it depends tribe to tribe. Every tribe's got different rules. That makes sense. So the tribe my mom's part of, you got to be a full quarter. What tribe is that? The Tanatham. Jesus, I don't yeah. even know what you just said. <laughs> Say that again. Tanatham. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like a different language there, dude. Yeah, they're like next to Maricopa, Akchin. Damn, we're like two unicorns, dude. Meeting people from Arizona is not very often. Yeah. In Arizona. Uh, I'm from Lake Havasu. It's even crazier because, like, my whole mom's whole side of the family's technically been here since the beginning. They're actual Arizona yeah, they're, natives. Like, they were here in Arizona since before it was Arizona. Right, right, yeah. right. They're like, yeah, we didn't used to call it that. Yeah. That's I, wild. Yeah, then I went to high school at Casa Grande. Oh, okay. Yeah. What size of high school was that? What was that like? Uh, it probably had, like... Like, what was your graduating class size? Like, 1,500, maybe. Jesus, that's your graduating class? Yeah. Like, so there's, like, 6,000 people going to your school? Maybe it wasn't that. I don't like, know. We only had one high school for the whole city. Good fucking grief. City of, like, 40,000. Mm, sounds off. Because Havasu is, like, 40,000, and my graduating class was, like, 400 people. I don't know. <laughs> but it is Phoenix, so it could be a lot different. Well, it's Casa Grande. Casa Grande's... Outskirts. It might have been different. I don't know. I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't paying attention much in high school. I just always <laughs> ask people, because it blows my mind when people are like, yeah, my graduating class is like 900 people. I'm like, that's like my whole school. My like, dad's graduating class was 19 people. Yeah. My dad was like the first graduating class from my high school. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in, like, the same town my dad did. 
And That's so it was fun. like just a thing. Yeah, dude. Small town where your dad's lived there forever and my brothers all graduated before me. By the time I got to high school, it's like everyone fucking knew who I was already. Yeah. My teachers like know my dad. Like, you know what I mean? That's how it was growing up. Casa Grande, everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Like I always make the joke, if you date someone in Casa Grande, you're like all your friends have fucked them already too. Like everyone it's like Havasu. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's ex in Casagrand. Yeah. That's just like Havasu. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone's business. I would go out to a party at night in high school, and my dad would know what I did by morning just simply based on word of mouth. Yeah. Like someone's son said something to their parents. Yeah. And <laughs> my, my brother's best friend, uh, they actually lived five houses down the street from us. And our parents worked at Safeway together. So, like, if my brother and him went to a party together, my mom and his dad would, like, fucking compare notes <laughs> of, like, the stories they told him and yeah. shit. Like, so, it, dude, living in a small town was, like, a fucking nightmare as a kid. Like, I know exactly what yeah. you mean, dude. I mean, like, it was fun. People would start dating and hooking up, and, like, I would know about it an hour later because yeah. people would, like, fucking text, Everyone know. Like, like, yeah. You couldn't you you don't have privacy in a small town. Yeah, totally. Everything we, you I do is gonna same. everything you do is gonna get you're gonna never be you can't go to Walmart and just get groceries. Oh yeah. You gotta you stop and talk a million people to a hundred people. Yeah, go into the movies, you sit down and like watch people walk in yeah. and you know. You're like, Oh, what up, dude? Like, you don't you don't text people or you don't ask people if they're going to the bar. You just, you know who's going to be at the bar. That's a fact. And you call it the bar because there's only one. Yeah, I've said it a million times. I don't enjoy going to the bar in Havasu in my hometown. Because, like, nowadays, it's, like, literally people who I went to high school with who never moved out of town. Oh, that's exactly probably what it's like. And I'm just, like, I don't want to talk to you, dude. I haven't seen you in 12 fucking years. Like, yeah. We're not friends. We haven't had a conversation in 12 years. Yeah, we had English junior year together. Cool, man. Like, fucking <laughs> leave me alone. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't talk to anyone I went to. I don't know. I had a lot of friends in high school that I would talk to. It's just, yeah, they have families and they're living the small town life. And that's fair. I only ever go down there to see my parents, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I talk to a lot of people from Havasu still, but mostly just because we like went to college together. Went to NAU together, moved to Flagstaff together. Oh yeah, I dropped out of three community colleges. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have enough, I have enough credits college. for a degree, but there's just in all kinds of random shit that yeah don't go together at all. Yeah, have you thought about like going back finishing a degree? No, nah, because they're all for because now I'm like want to go comedy as hard as I can. That's fair. So all that shit. Anything related to comedy, I feel like I can learn on YouTube, like how to. Oh yeah, that's like, fair. Audio, I could learn a lot of audio on YouTube. Yeah. I could learn a lot of video on YouTube. That's fair. Yeah, I like. I wouldn't want to do... spend money trying to learn this. I went to college for a lot of this stuff, and I watched endless I'd... amounts of YouTube videos to figure out how all this stuff worked. Yeah, I dropped out of nursing school. And oh really? Yeah. That's crazy. I was going to school for manufacturing. But, I mean, I'm a machinist now, so... Oh, that's legit. But I was a machinist before I went to school for manufacturing, so... That's I was good money. going, and I was like, well, what's the point of this? I've already been doing this for... I've been doing it seven years now. Yeah. 
Dude, I fucking... Yeah, I have such a strong issue with... Uh, like, I think getting a degree is really valuable. It just depends what you want to do. There's yeah. so many things you don't need a degree for. Dude, like, I got a degree in film, and it didn't help my film career in any capacity. Especially if it's something that requires you to be your own boss. Yeah. You don't have to interview if there's something. You don't need a piece of paper. Yeah. You just need the knowledge. You don't... Yeah, exactly. I mean, tons of people could start a business without going to college. Yeah. I mean, and I know Especially people Especially now, you have. can find all that stuff online. You just have totally. to have the willpower to force yourself. That's the thing now. Totally. You're, you go to college to pay someone to force feed you the information so you don't have to do it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I went to college and fucking got a degree that did nothing for me professionally other than... I can put that I have a degree on my resume. Yeah. You know, and I can get jobs that like require a degree. But that's the thing is like, that's even going away. And as we get older, that's going to get lesser and lesser too, because like places like Apple, uh, Elon Musk fucking with uh, SpaceX and shit. Like a lot of companies like that have said, we do not require degrees anymore. Yeah. Like, if you can code, you can code. Well, like, no. We don't give a shit if you fucking got a degree. Oh, I'm fucking machining. It's almost better to have four years of just on-the-job experience yeah. than to have four years of degree experience. Yeah, job experience is fucking everything. I tell people that, too. Like, I told my niece that, or my step-niece that um, she just started in uh, at U of A in Tucson. And uh, I was like, she wants to do, I don't fucking even remember, vet science or some shit. And I was like, honestly, what you need to do is get a job in an office where they do that. Yeah. Like, you need to work at a vet office, front counter Be around shit, it. Learn the terminology, learn the language, get the fucking years of experience. Like, that's what I try to tell everyone. Like, if you graduate college with four years of experience doing something, the four years of experience is way more valuable than the fucking degree that you yeah. have. That's why I do like, IT. Yeah, unless you're trying to be like a doctor or some of a surgeon or something. Totally. Somewhere where you but even you then, need a facility. If you're in school doing pre-med for four years, fucking work in a hospital. Yeah. Like, learn all of the billing and the fucking yeah. bullshit stuff that you will never learn in med school as a doctor. And have four years of experience in a hospital. Yeah, don't work don't work at fucking Chick fil A while you're trying to right. go to med school. Yeah. Go go but, work in something close to what you're trying to do. Yeah. That's what like that's why I do IT stuff and like it's like it's what I think about. Like I'm like, fuck. If in Flagstaff it was an option for me to like work at a TV station for four years, I would have totally rather done that because then maybe I would have like a film job now. But, like, yeah. instead I worked in IT places, so now I have an IT job because I was qualified for those jobs when I graduated. I yeah. was qualified for fucking video camera work and shit. Like, I've looked into, like, TV jobs down here. Like, uh, there's so many TV stations, radio stations, and tons of shit. And all of it's, like, you must have experience running cameras and, like, yeah. doing video editing and all the shit. I'm, like, I, I don't have experience doing any of that. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be qualified to use my degree. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't fucking, like, what do I put on my resume? I fucking can code and shit? Like, that doesn't help me run the fucking soundboard. Yeah. Do you guys today. need an IT guy? Right. You like, guys need someone to unplug your router for you? Yeah. And that's, like, the stupid thing about college. 
It's like you get a degree, but everyone's looking for experience. Yeah. No one's trying to hire you entry level to like teach you how to do shit. Yeah. They need people to come in to know how to do shit. Entry level jobs require two years of experience now. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's the weirdest fucking thing, man. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to encourage people to go to college when it's not like ultimately that beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, I've, there. I've the number of people I know that have gotten degrees compared to the number of people that I know that have gotten degrees and it been worth it is vastly different. There are very few people I've seen that have gone to college, gotten their degree, and it been worth it for the amount of money they're making and the, the amount of debt they have oh, making yeah. that money. It's not worth it at all. Like the ratio of if you would have just worked your way up at a job, making the money. You could make it might take a little longer to make that kind of money and get to where at that point, but you also don't have to pay anything back. Yeah, you get to start at zero as opposed to like negative hundred thousand. Yeah, I have for sure had friends um, when I was making like sixty grand a year that were making more than me that didn't go to college. Yeah, that were like, yeah, I just worked at this company for five years, and now I'm in like a manager position or whatever, making sixty five grand, and I'm like, I don't even fucking make that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I have friends that are make. I have no people that are making more than me. But because they their payments, they're make, paying back on their debt. They're not because I'm taking home more money than they are because they're paying oh, all this money yeah. in debt. Oh, that's for sure too. I'm so in debt from college, like it's retarded. Yeah, I, it's the dumbest fucking thing. I've just been community college in it. Yeah. My whole thing now is I'll only go to take some classes I'm interested in, and then yeah. This last time I went, I just took some blueprint classes. Yeah, and fucking welding. Yeah. I was like, that's all I need. That's pretty dope, though. Taking, like, welding classes, like, fucking skill classes like that, that's fucking beneficial shit. Yeah. It's fun. I like welding. And having someone teach you who actually fucking knows. Yeah, that's something I would rather have someone teach me. Yeah, I'm that. That's not something I'd be comfortable trying to teach myself on my own. I'm that type of learner. This thing could blow something up, fuck this up bad enough. Oh, easily. Yeah, I was always, uh, um, like, growing up, a lot of my friends started, like, learning how to play instruments and shit. And I was like, yeah, I want to learn how to play a fucking instrument. Yeah. And, like, they all just taught themselves on, like, videos online, like, watching stuff, practicing at home and stuff. And I tried that, but I was like, I can't do this. I need someone to, like, sit down and, like, explain shit to me. Like, uh-huh. I'm more of, like, a question and answer, like... Let me watch you do it and then, like, repeat what you do and fucking... I tried to learn guitar and now I don't have a guitar anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't yeah. know. I've, I've tried to learn instruments, but I don't know. I lose interest in playing music. I love listening to it, but I've just... I don't really have an interest in trying to play music or make music. Yeah. I'm not that, uh... I'm not that creative, um, like, musically like that, like, uh... Writing jokes is one thing, but, like, writing a fucking song and, like, a beat and, like, a... Yeah. That's not... I can't... I don't want to do that. Nah. doesn't... Even just playing my guitar, not even having to worry about a lyrics or anything like that. Yeah. Even just playing someone else's song and learning how to play that just doesn't really... Yeah. I didn't have the patience I don't get the same sure. feeling trying to play it as I do just listening to it. 
Yeah. I enjoy it more when I can just, when I'm not part of it, when I'm not part of making it. Yeah, I think it takes a special kind of person to learn. Yeah, definitely. Different different things like that. Like, uh, if I had to pick an instrument that I wanted to learn, like, I've always wanted to learn piano. Yeah, my brother's a really good piano player. Really? Yeah. I just always thought it would be really fucking cool to be able to, like, sit down at a piano and play a song. Yeah, oh, my brother has a baby grand piano. That's it's, so cool. I'll just, I've, when in high school, I would come home hungover from, like, a party, and then he'd be up at 6 and I'd in the morning just playing, like, angel music. Really? Just all hungover listening to fucking angel music. That's so funny. Helping me stay asleep. That's funny, dude. And he's all pissed off because I'm all hungover and throwing up and shit. That was fucking, yeah, that's, like, my one instrument that I'm like, it would be so fucking cool. Oh, my brother played, it's like, he can play the accordion. He can, really? He can play the harp. Is your old brother older than you or younger? Younger. He's younger. 24. That's uh, cool. What's oh, yeah. he do now? Uh, he's uh, just like web development or software development. Oh, really? Yeah, he lives in LA. He oh, that's a, cool. Yeah, he makes, uh, he works on software for like music developers shut up like music development software he must make some good money to live in la then huh yeah that's dope he makes good money but the amount of money you have to pay to live in la it dude, evens it's, out dude it's not fair it's not even oh, it's, like people are paying three grand for like a one-bedroom apartment and shit oh one like, bedroom that's <laughs> like why would you that's a dream i mean you could just buy a house in arizona for half that price no i just don't understand oh and it's dirty it's <sighs> like he I want to move to L.A. Like, I've wanted to move downtown. to L.A. since I went to film school. I mean, that's, like, the thing. You get a film degree. It's, like, you move to New York or L.A., fucking get a job yeah. at a film studio and fucking work your way up. Like, become a production assistant for free and, like, fucking, yeah. you know. Oh, his job sounds chill as fuck. He says he has they have a keg in their office. Shut up. They have, like, old arcade game machines in their break room. That's cool. I do know a, a lot piano. of tech companies are, are starting to put like beer taps in and shit yeah and, like, let people drink beer yeah that's fucking cool man yeah you have a place to stay if you ever uh oh yeah i've gone out there if you i go out there do every some few spots months. in la yeah have, have you ever done like any mics out there or anything i've done one show out there and then we i went like a group of other comics and we all fucking hit a couple open mics that's cool hit a show that's pretty dope. Was dope yeah, that's uh, the only place I've been out of state. Really? L.A. once. L.A., yeah. I went to San Diego and did some open mics in San Diego, too. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much anywhere. Anytime now, if I do go out of town, yeah. I look up any open mics wherever I'm going. Yeah. Even just show up. Just yeah. make it worthwhile. Like if I'm gonna be in another town anyways for like a vacation, I might as well. You might as well also try to hit some open mics. I've definitely thought about that for connections for any future work trips I get sent on. Yeah, like I, I went to Chicago three times this year, and I wasn't doing comedy yet. But like thinking about it, I'm like, fuck! I wish I was doing comedy when I was in fucking Chicago. Like, yeah, it would have been awesome to do a mic. And I know there's like a laugh factory there and tons of shit in Chicago. Yeah, next year that's kind of one of my goals is try to get, try to at least once a month try to go somewhere else and That'd do comedy. Cool. That'd be really cool. Like I've fucking made some friends just doing shows here. 
like every once in a while you'll do a show with someone from out of town and they'll like you they'll be a showrunners there so i've gotten some connections in colorado and l or la and vegas now yeah, that i could get some dope. spots so i think i'm gonna try to use some of that next year that'd be cool yeah i definitely want to uh so it's good that was the fun thing about doing la is you can do the jokes that you're tired of doing here and do them fresh again there because no there's no chance anyone heard them brand new people yeah it's definitely weird when it's weird when you go to the same open mic week after week and it's the same comics and you're doing the same jokes and like you're getting laughs but it's like it's like all the same people who have heard your shit i'll give it like a now i've been giving it like a, a time frame i'm like i'm gonna do this joke i'm gonna put so much work into this joke for now but if it's gonna hit a point where everyone's heard it even though i'm changing it and making it better yeah they're not gonna laugh because it's still they know the joke they've heard it so many times they're gonna tune out as soon as i start it so i'll start putting jokes on the back burner even though i'm still writing on them and trying to make them better yeah just to like give some time for people to not remember them yeah yeah that's for sure yeah, it's weird, like, I was listening to, uh, I listen to so many fucking podcasts, Rob Schneider talking about, uh, how when he started, he did the same, like, five minutes of jokes for, like, two years. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I just, I did my jokes and, like, just traveled around and, like, did my same jokes everywhere I went and eventually people liked them and, like, whatever. But he's like, yeah, I did, like, the same shit for forever. And I was just thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I feel like that that probably. Well, my best jokes now are the first, like, there are two or three jokes that are, like, I could consider my best jokes and they're, like, some of the first jokes I wrote. Yeah. I've just been working on them for a year now. Yeah. They're not anything close to the way they were when they started. They're yeah. completely different jokes now. And now they're like three minutes worth of joke instead of... 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, they've With evolved. one punchline. Someone someone driving by real... No, I blasting. think my neighbor's blasting music in his garage. Hell yeah. I just need to shut this window. I gotta fucking pee. <laughs> freaking partying it's like such a fucking ordeal dude um but yeah i was just thinking about that like because i've <coughs> i for sure have got my own head good, about like <coughs> doing jokes for too long like the same jokes like but then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you just got to do what you got to fucking do. And like, yeah, but you just got to remember not everyone's going to write a new five minutes every fucking month. For you're not writing mics. the jokes for the people at the mics. Right. You're writing the jokes for eventually a club audience or right. Actual shows. Yeah. Just work on it and fucking get over it. Yeah. Someone told me they're like, yeah, everyone at the open mics heard all your shit, but Nobody else on planet Earth has heard any of your shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, everyone, it's brand new to everyone on the planet except yeah. these like f- five or six dive bars. Yeah, we're at every week. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. It's like, uh, but but I know like even professional comics have still done like their old shit. Like, I was listening to a podcast with Melissa Via Senor from SNL. Yeah. 
And she's like, yeah, I'm going on tour this summer, and I'm just doing all my jokes from, like, five years ago. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. It's like. They work. That's what I do. Like, whatever. But it's like she doesn't record stand-up fucking plus, yeah, plus hours. If you're, like, if you're not releasing a special. She's on the, SNL, so that's what people know her from. So You only have to burn material if it's been on a special. If you've made a special or you've released it somewhere. Yeah. Where it's going to be but seen even, by everyone. Even like people like us, it's like if I put, if I record five minutes and put it on YouTube, no one's going to fucking watch it. Yeah. Like, you know, who's going to, like two people are going to watch it. Who cares? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's kind of how I feel about even doing podcasts. Like people, people ask me sometimes, they're like, you get a lot of listeners or like whatever. I'm like, nah, not really. Like, but I'm like, that's not yeah. really going to stop me from doing podcasts. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Like. You get better. Inviting people over and fucking doing them. Like, maybe five years from now when I have 200 podcasts online, people start fucking listening to them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this guy has fucking 200 podcasts. I just started listening. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, fucking Rogan always talked about that shit, too. I was Dude. first episode had like 10 views or something dude if you look at his original shit i just oh yeah i've i've watched them that's i went back a lot and of listened to uh his first one that bert was ever on bert kreischer yeah it still only has like fifty-two thousand views on youtube yeah. it still hasn't been listened to or watched that much and that's how i feel about mine i'm like it just gotta, oh, yeah, gotta go with it and i didn't start as that fucking fear factor guy like you know what i mean yeah um, oh, it's a fucking the learning experience. Yeah, like no one's just gonna start podcasting and it's gonna be the way it should be right off the bat. Oh, like look at this one, like number eighty three with Boss Root and fucking has a hundred and twenty nine thousand views. It got uploaded to YouTube six years ago, it's almost seven years ago now. Damn, and it's like. Yeah, everyone fucking starts somewhere, man. Yeah. But it's like, people still go back. Yeah, this one, Bert, was 75,000, episode 95. Yeah, those two people could pull that on a fucking, anything they post now would get more than that. If he posted a podcast with Bert today, it would get 75,000 views in an hour. Yeah. So it's and like it would whatever. be four hours and everyone would watch till the end. Yeah. So it's like, just the fact that I have like... I release a podcast and get like fifteen or twenty downloads. I'm like, that's oh, yeah. cool. I'm like, that's sick. Like, there's fucking fifteen people out there downloading my shit. I'm oh like, yeah, that's cool. There are people out there that are actually listening. Yeah, and I got one buddy who like it's almost scary and texts me, and he like fucking like gives me input on topics, and he's like, no, nah, you're so wrong on this, and I'm like, I love that you text me after you listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, I've. I don't know. I need to start listening to more podcasts. Yeah, you don't listen to a lot of them. I used to at work because we used to have these like soundproof headphones. Yeah, everything's loud. You have to wear earplugs. Yeah, like that are you have to wear OSHA certified shit. So we had these like OSHA certified OSHA. wireless headphones. Yeah, but then they banned them there because forklift drivers were driving wearing them, which kind of need your ear to be able to. That's fucking. You need annoying. all your senses when you're driving a forklift. That's annoying, though. Yeah, so none of the podcasts I listen to are work safe, so I can't play it on my radio. That's fair. Yeah, back I used yeah. to listen to eight hours a day and would have trouble not have trouble finding enough podcasts to listen to. Yep, that's, now I don't listen to any. 
That's how I am when, when I stopped uh, listening to the podcast. I stopped watching TV. Really? Yeah, I don't watch any keep up on anything. Oh man, that's like my life. Yeah, I like uh, I bought a TV and then I quit watching TV. Oh man, watching the Mandalorian, the new Star Wars TV show. I so can't. Good. I can't do another streaming service. I had a new episode last till, night. You got that password? You got that password? <laughs> probably hook you up dude (laughs) i I won't do it i'm trying to avoid i pay for so many streaming services dude but like i also make a lot of money so i'm like five dollars a month i'm like who gives a shit yeah i just i i can't i don't know i told myself i was just gonna it's been like a year now that i just really don't watch any tv that's that's crazy to me. Jesus Christ. Like, I'll go weeks without turning my TV on. Me and Sam will fucking binge watch, uh, like, Marvelous Miss Maisel, dude. I God. watched, like, the first season of that just because it was stand-up oriented. Dude, and it just gets better and better. They just released a new season yesterday. Yeah, then I just I stopped. As now it's hard leave, for me. As soon as you leave tonight, we're probably going to watch it and watch, like, five fucking episodes. <laughs> I've, noticed, I've noticed since I've wa- stopped watching TV, like, I'll... Try there will be something that comes on I want to watch yeah. and I'll go try to watch it and I just don't have the attention span now to that's look at fair. the TV. Yeah, that's fair. Like I'll go watch, I'll try to watch a stand-up special. It took me like six times to listen to all of Dave Chappelle's stand-up special, and oh, I love man. Dave Chappelle. I love Disney just because I can't. Do you watch Bill Burr's new one? Yeah, I didn't. I can't. I it was hard to. I can't sit still long I enough to great. watch anything on TV. I gotta go take a piss. Just fucking keep talking. Yeah, plus it's hard. <laughs> ah, it's hard to do. Uh, well, since I started comedy and doing it all the time, it's harder for me to watch it on TV because I'm seeing it every night. If I go to an open mic, there are 20 people on a list, so I'm seeing 20 different people sets at that one open mic. Then sometimes I'll hit four open mics in a night. So. That's Freaking hour and twenty minutes worth of comedy every single night. Yeah, I don't have the attention span to watch shit on TV anymore. Yeah, hell yeah. So how you guys doing? How you the listeners doing? What's your name? Logi. Logi Tech. You guys should listen to my podcast, Blazing the Scene. We don't have any fancy equipment like this. We just got cute dudes with long hair, you know? Dude, what about cute dudes? <laughs> I, was, I was pitching my podcast. So we don't have a lot of fancy equipment. But we just we just got two cute dudes and two chairs. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you should. Uh, I've never met uh, Josh before, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my... But My you dude. should come over and fucking we'll do a group podcast. We could Down even do uh, we could do like one of your guys' podcasts and just fucking record it here. Hell yeah, I'm down. You know, we did. We've been we haven't been recording these last few weeks. We got a new backdrop for our podcast because we just had a whiteboard where we wrote the episode number on the whiteboard. And That's fair. So now we got a tapestry with our logo on it. That's dope. Yeah, had a custom tapestry made. We're gonna buy some new shit. We need to want to get a Zoom recorder. There you go. Yeah. 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 Fucking. Uh, 
I thought about doing, uh, like, so many podcasts now do one camera, and then you sit in front of a wall. Yeah, that's what like, we're doing. Yeah, like you guys are doing. I've thought about doing that, like, up here and just buying, uh, just like you said, fucking something with my logo on it, sitting right in front of it, having a camera face right there. Well, our whole pitch from the beginning is we're starting a podcast, we don't know what we're doing, and we're going to try to just... Listeners grow along with us. Totally. Yeah. So we're just trying to keep it as low budget as possible every time. We're doing one thing at a time. I'm using a table I built myself out of just some two by fours at work. That's dope. Yeah. So, but now we need to upgrade. Now, we've put too much of our time into it and effort into it. Too many open mic hosts and comedy show hosts have mentioned our podcast for us to slap or have our shitty audio quality anymore that's fair so these next couple weeks we're gonna till the new year we're gonna just try to update our equipment get everything nice and running smooth get a schedule set up that's fair come back strong in the new year yeah that's definitely fair dude like i fucking it's so it can get so expensive to do a podcast if you just don't like limit yourself to yeah. like fucking just buying some shit and getting it done, like we spent I haven't spent bucks. any money on my podcast other than I pay a monthly fee to upload my shit, fifteen yeah. bucks a month. See, we don't even pay that. We use Anchor. Yeah, and uh, other than that, I don't spend any money on it anymore. But I mean, I spent so much just to get up and running that I was like, I needed to give it. We're also both two left. or three years with this equipment and never like yeah. I could easily upgrade all my mics. I can upgrade all what my What do you stands. got to upgrade? You got everything. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like you could easily like this is a fucking $80 mic. You could easily be like, I'm going to buy the $200 one. Nah. Like nah. I'm just saying it's so like the sky's the limit on upgrading your shit. You can See, buy at our podcast, cameras, we like, love the listeners, but we don't love them that much. <laughs> 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 nah yeah it's just the whole the whole fucking world of like the equipment and stuff it's all we're also both lazy scalable so you got all these monitors and screens and setup and we're too lazy to do all that so the less the less work we got to put into it the closer we are to just recording and uploading that's fair and that's the only steps we need the yeah. better but, dude, so many people do fucking podcasts like that. Like, people do podcasts with just no camera. Yeah. Two microphones and a Zoom recorder sitting on a couch. Yeah. We just have a fucking conversation. That's the cool thing about podcasts, That's though. That's the thing. Those Zoom, recorder, so, Zoom recorders are still, like, 400 bucks for... <laughs> they are. That's what I used in college. That's what I learned to record audio on is Zoom recorders. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking great. Yeah, that's all I hear about them, but... But yeah, that I price. went with the. I looked into those, but I went with the the fucking mixer, just because I was like, I was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna go mobile with it. And yeah. I thought about the Zoom recorder, just so I could fucking take a microphone and walk around with the Zoom recorder and record shit. Yeah, see, we definitely want to start doing some mobile shit. Yeah, especially since when we start going out of state and stuff. Yeah. And me now, and Josh always get booked on the same stuff. And so. now I'm like, fuck. I wish I had mobile shit. Like, I have for sure gone to my hometown and been like, I could do podcasts with people I know here and, like, fucking record them and just upload you just, them. You just bring a Zoom recorder, make a separate section yep. where it's just the roadcasts. 
throw a couple of microphones in your yeah. backpack. With Just start recorder. a new number, Roadcast One. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah, it's easy. Now dude. you got twice as much content. Even with the fucking, if you had a laptop, a Zoom recorder, and a webcam, even doing video ones on the road, it's not like complicated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just uh, no laptop yet. We don't have we have a snowball mic plugged into a cell phone. Yeah, that's really all you need. It's been you don't good. even need a fucking mic. You could use your cell phone these days and yeah. record it. That's a great like. That's what's wild about podcasting. It's like, I mean, there's so many people who do them that just say it's like the wild wild west. You know, it's like anything yeah. goes. Do whatever you want. Yeah, there's a podcast about literally everything out there. Yeah, the only reason I uh, got video and wanted to do video is because I prefer listening to podcasts that have videos. Yeah. Like, I always go to YouTube and throw one up on my TV, and even if I'm not watching it, I just like that the video is playing, and I can glance at it if fucking yeah, I want to. That's how we are. Yeah. Like an audio and video, but we wanted to go audio only. But then everyone kept telling us that they wanted they wanted us to keep the video. Yeah. Because it was just... It's more to think about adding video to the equation. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, audio only. It's it's more relaxed because yeah. you just like, no one knows what I look like. You're, no one's looking at me. Totally, dude. It's just audio. I know. Being on video is definitely weird. You learn that... Like video. Uh, like especially... Like, Trying not trying to sit up, trying to mm-hmm. not slouch. Yeah. See all your stupid mannerisms and don't shit. pick your nose. Yeah. <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, being in film school, like I learned uh, a lot about like people aren't a lot of people aren't comfortable when you put a camera on their face. Like most people. Oh, I'm still not just very get super tense up and nervous. Oh, my ex girlfriend was going to, or went to film school and I helped her on a project one time. It was the most awkward feeling on earth to have someone recording a video of me. Yep. It's so fucking weird. It's still weird for me, but even though I go up on a stage in front of a bunch of people, it's still awkward adding a camera to the, taking the after photo, after show photo is more awkward now than being on stage. Yeah. I mean, not really. It's still, Still some nervousness and anxiety and shit on stage, but... Yeah. Gets better every time. Yeah, that's fair. And then something will happen that will reset it, and you'll be fucking nervous and shitty on stage again. Yeah. That's like half the battle, right? It's ups and downs. Doing stand-up and just getting fucking comfortable on stage. Yeah. And being comfortable on different stages, different microphones, different fucking areas, like... Just being in the moment. Yeah. It's definitely... You can't be in the moment until you're comfortable. Yeah. It's definitely nerve-wracking for me still, like, uh, um, like the moments leading up to, like, waiting for your name to get called. I'm like, oh, fuck, shit. Like... Yeah. It's getting... But now I don't get, like, that little rush until, like, right after the guy before me gets off. Yeah. Like, when I see him get the light, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm about to go up. And then I get a little bit of rush, but before it would be... I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh shit, it's open. I got an open mic tonight. I'd be fucking nervous all day yeah. up until the mic. Yeah. And then I'd hit another mic after that one and be nervous all over again. I was definitely, I was definitely like that. The first couple months I started doing open mics, like uh, 
I would think about it, like, all day. I'm like, yeah, fucking doing it. Like, I would be working at, like, 11 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, doing an open mic tonight, like, 7. Like, I don't think about it anymore like that. But I yeah. definitely, like, kind of obsessed over it a bit. Like, fuck. Like, what helped me was hitting multiples in a row. Yeah. Like, Wednesdays, you could hit, like, three, four mics in a row if you start early enough and time it right. Yeah. So, because you're nervous the first one, but then you get that adrenaline rush out. And then the second one, you don't get as much of an adrenaline rush because you already burnt it all out the first time. Yeah. And then by the fourth, third or fourth mic, you're no rush. Like, and plus you fucking, the set you started with has changed throughout the night as opposed to sleeping on it and forgetting stuff you yeah. should have changed. I still have yet to do multiple sets in one night. Oh, like, that's really helpful. I would like to do that. Yeah. Especially if you just do the same set both times. Yeah. You'll, you can make the adjustments like on the road in your head to the next mic. That's fair. Yeah. And then you'll just see how much better. Like I've had nights where I've almost worked out a joke completely and well, completely for the time in just three mics. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Like it changes dramatically throughout the night. That's fair. Yeah, that's good to know. I would definitely like to do that. It's all fucking the time commitment. Like Wednesday is the best night to do that. Yeah. I mean, it'd work for you. you. We'll talk after. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, there's a good, you could follow a route and then be home without going out of your way. I could do that, yeah. I would definitely like to go to some of the more, more mics that you're at just to hang out. Fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun. Yeah, I always fucking bring my vape pen and fucking... I think that's, like, the funniest thing to me is uh, bringing a, a weed vape pen to a, a mic and hitting it and seeing what people, like, want to ask you if they can hit your pen. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, man, no problem. And, like, it's, like, the immediate, like, you make a friend at a fucking mic. You're like, oh, you smoke weed, too? Yeah, here you go. Oh, like, yeah, we're, <laughs> like, we're usually in an alley or something smoking the blunts. Yeah. We all have the pens, but... I don't know, there's a lot of places that just don't give a shit. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. No, like Especially I've, the places we're doing comedy, they're like <laughs> it's usually not a great bars that want us to do or allow you to do comedy at their place. Yeah. I've come to realize most people who run the Oh, there's some great venues, but they're all down to smoke some weed with you. Yeah. At the mics. Yeah. But yeah, it's just funny, like uh some people are super awkward about it. Or some people have their own pens. And, like, are trying not to, like, let people see because I don't want to hit it, like, share it and shit. Yeah. And, like, I totally get that. But I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. Hit, hit fucking whatever. But it's funny. It's just funny, like, interacting with different fucking people at different different mics, getting to know different people. Some people, it's funny. Comedians that come from, like, every background. There's, like, some very socially awkward people. Yeah. Just some very normal normal people. But then there's someone in the crowd to vibe with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the weird, you know, cat lady people just show up. <laughs> this one, I remember this one chick uh, sat in the crowd and she like heckled every fucking person. Oh, man. Who got on stage. Like definitely. Just made little comments. And definitely been through that. Up. I had a show one night. And then she got on stage, and she was like, this is the first time I've ever done oh, this. Oh, yeah. And I was just kind of sitting there. I've seen there. that a lot, too. I've never seen her ever again. I've never seen her again. It's usually how it works. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, what? 
What makes you think, like... Heckling is going to make your set go better. Yeah, the first time you've been here, you just talk shit to everyone while they're on stage. And then she she got off stage in about two minutes. And it was just kind of weird. Man, I went to a show. I had a show the other night, or like a few weeks ago. There were only two people there that weren't comics. Really? And they were both hecklers. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, so at that point, you just abandoned material. And you're just going back and forth with two dudes in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just a bar conversation with a microphone. Yeah, that's rough, dude. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny different fucking... Different people go to different shit. I've never... I literally... Before I started doing open mics, I never had attended one. Like, yeah. I, I went to watch a couple before I did them. But well, before I hit open mics, uh, I was probably at a bar and someone said, announced on a thing, hey, in 10 minutes we're starting a comedy open mic. I'd probably be like, yeah, we should get out of here. Right. <laughs> we should leave. Like, I don't know bad. who these people are who like hang out and watch the shows. So <laughs> like, there going to be 20 amateur comics in this bar? No, I'm leaving. Yeah. But now I'm like, no. Sometimes, though, there's like those four like 50-year-old dudes who are just like hanging out yeah. and like, want to watch some comedy. Now I appreciate them, but I realize I'm the asshole that all the comics... I'm the asshole bar guy that leaves as soon as the open mic starts. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't feel guilty about that. Oh, I fucking... I'm like stoned and... In my head, I'm like, there's, like, things I need to ask you while you're fucking here. <laughs> um, what, uh, like, what made you, I'm going to just ask everyone this, like, what made you want to get into comedy? Or what, what was that, like, driving force for you? Or when did you realize you wanted to do it? Like, any any of those type of things. I don't know. I'd always liked comedy, but it's always something I was like, there's no way I could get on a stage in front of people. I've always been a real quiet person. I've yeah. avoided what were you like in like high school? I'm I like mean, throwing more questions at you, but <laughs> I don't know. I was a, uh, I kind of jumped around group to group. I had a lot of different friends groups I would hang out with. You like play sports? I was like, a wrestler. Oh, okay, yeah. you a stoner in high school? Yeah, I'm stoner. Okay, uh, not my first two years, but sophomore, senior year, yeah. Okay, you like party drink? Uh, I mean, I started. I smoked weed the first time when I was like eleven, twelve. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like in high school, you like go to parties and drink. Oh, yeah. Shit. I partied constantly. There you I go. I was okay. a party animal. I like to just know, like, the background of people. Oh, I yeah, think it, like, always been a party animal. Makes a big difference when, like, you know, you're like, meet a comedian and you're like, what were you like in high school? And they're like, oh, you know, I was fucking had straight A's. And I was shit. a party animal in high school. <laughs> I fucking, I was a raver for 10 years. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I was going to Dirty Underground. EDM. Back when they were, you had to call a phone line to get. Doing some directions to the event. Doing some sketchy ecstasy pills and shit. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. I've, I've I've had my my moments. <laughs> yeah, I will freely I will freely say I've done I did everything in high school for sure. Oh yeah, I've fucking done most things. Come see my sets, come see my comedy, I'll tell you yeah. all about it. Half my set is about my drug my dirt rug days. I was telling I was telling Jules uh, we were talking about you and I was like yeah I was like it was funny because the first time we met the only time I met you at a mic I was like our jokes were like very similar and yeah. I remember that like uh, I talked about dating like a Mexican girl yeah and you got on stage and we were immediately talking about dating Mexican girls <laughs> and, like I was just like this guy's fucking great yeah. we have the same background 
Uh, Mexican girls hit me up. What's up? <laughs> there you go. And, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so high school and then go back to what made oh, yeah. you get started. <laughs> what made you interested in Damn, comedy? Yeah, we did you have a, and then my next question would be, like, did you listen to comedy as a kid? Like, what were your, like, the co- comedians you listened to? I've always watched Chappelle's show. I love David Hell. Okay. Yeah. I used to always watch, uh, Comedy Central was always, like, my main channel. I'd watch all their little Comedy Central stand-up specials. I would watch Comic View on BET and watch those comedy specials, too. Yeah. Fucking, I'd always loved it, but I never thought I would ever do it. Right. But then I just hit a point in my life where I was, like, been machining for, like, five years. I've been doing all this shit, and I fucking, it's like, I need to do something creatively. So I kind of just narrowed it down to what I would fucking be the best choice. This is like the only thing that I could think that I would actually like to do. Yeah. Like just the lifestyle of it, just the nature of it. Just it's all positive, it's all laughs. Yeah. And then fucking I don't know what it was that really drove me into doing it. I was just like having like a almost like a midlife crisis at a point. Yeah. And I was just like going through this really depressed phase in my life and I was just watching Kill Tony like I did every fucking night and I realized all I do is watch stand-up specials and podcasts and Kill Tony and this is the only thing I ever that makes me happy anymore yeah like when I was in my deepest depression it was like the only thing that was really keeping me going was watching comedy so like I'm gonna try this and then I tried it and fucking fell in love instantly and now you're later here I am yeah. Still grinding it out. Still loving it. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I don't sleep anymore. Yeah. I've I don't have any money at all. <laughs> my car is falling apart. <laughs> I've put so many miles on my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been bad. Everything else in my life's falling apart, but the comedy's going great. That's good though. <laughs> but the more your life falls apart, the more comedy you get. That's the thing. If that's fair. I've noticed I laugh. I, I've not. It's helped my depression a lot. I, I just laugh about shit now. Yeah. Well, this will be a, if I can get a minute of material out of something, I'm over it. <laughs> 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 Fucking over it. That's a good way to think about it, yeah. I suppose. That's pretty funny, man. Like that minute of material would have taken me like weeks to develop. But if yeah. something good enough happens that I can make a minute joke off it right away. Yeah. Like, All right. This is good. That's funny. Yeah, that yeah, I feel like that's how it changes most, your perspectives on life a lot. Most comedians look at it that way. Fucking whatever's a good bit. I definitely uh yeah, I definitely was the same. I mean, I fucking I always was into comedy like growing up and fucking in college and like I've always watched SNL. Like I grew up on SNL. Fucking always watched comedy specials on Comedy Central yeah. as a kid. I won't watch a movie if it's not doesn't have comedy in it. Yeah. I don't really care for action movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's some I'll watch, but there's some I like. Yeah. I like some horror movies, but comedy. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like I'm super into like every kind of fucking movie. Just, I mean, I got a film degree. Yeah, that's yeah. My jam. Yeah, I don't fucking horror movies, independent films, fucking whatever. Oh yeah, what's your favorite horror film? My favorite horror film? Oh, shit. Um, 
That's how I know you're into films because you call them films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody calls them films that isn't into films. That's fair. <laughs> I was like, a movie. Uh, like a newer one that I really enjoyed was Belko Experiment. Belko Experiment? Yeah. See, I don't watch any new horror. It's uh, from the director who made Guardians of the Galaxy, um, James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, it's about uh, an office who is part of the Belko Experiment. They lock down the whole office and tell them they all have, it's like an hour to kill eight people or something like that. Damn. Or eight people will die randomly. And uh, it's like, you know, a hundred people in the office. It's all just like, uh, it's like an, it's like a big building. Yeah. They're all coworkers and shit. They all know each other. They've worked together for years and they just like lock it all down. And fucking make them all start killing each other. Wow, it's pretty. It's pretty gra- violent. It's not like a straightforward like horror movie with jump scares and shit. Yeah, it's more like a psychological. Yeah, movie. it's yeah. like saw kind of saw gore. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty out there. Um, another good horror movie. I mean, I like all the uh, like the Conjuring movies. Like, uh, yeah, I've never seen any of those. The Conjuring is like a whole universe. So like, it's the Conjuring plus Annabelle. Um, I, I they're all tied together. Didn't watch Annabelle. They're all like the same people. The Curse of La Llorona. They're all like part of the Conjuring universe. Those are all pretty good too. Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. That's a good fucking horror show. That's probably my favorite horror show that I've seen recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. I'll, I'd say I'll check it out, but I'll, probably not. That one's dope. That's based on a book. I've read the book. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to start reading. I don't. I just don't have time for anything. That's the problem with comedy. It's yeah, that's so fair. time consuming. Just gotta make time for shit. In college, I took a class that was uh, it's like film as literature, and that's what that's actually where I met my writing partner, um, John. Uh, but it was shout like, out John. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, you read a book and then watch the movie that the book uh, that the movie was based on. You uh, read the book that the movie's based on, and then watch the movie, and like compare the two differences, similarities, shit like that. It was a pretty cool class. What's your favorite book? My favorite book? Oh Jesus! Mm. I don't know if I have a favorite book. Uh, See, that's a that's how I know you read. You don't have a favorite book. If you don't read a lot, you got a favorite book. Cause <laughs> that's <fair>. yeah, <laughs> Cause it was the know. one you could get through. <laughs> It was like a fucking favorite type. I've lately have been reading like nonfiction shit, like uh, investing, Wall Street books, uh, astrophysics oh, shit. Couldn't do it. Couldn't uh, do it. Like I recently read uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's new book. Couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like shit like that. I gotta. It's gotta be. It's gotta be fiction for me. That's fair. It's usually fantasy. Like of I've some read sort. all the Harry Potters, like shit like that. Like I've read like Lovecraft. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Uh, every book report I ever did was on Lord of the Rings. Ready Player One. I had the I, same book report. I feel comfortable saying that was like a, my favorite book. Yeah. I would read it. I would read it like I five times. See the movie. The movie's phenomenal. I, I, it's one of those movies that just I didn't have time to watch. I haven't had time to sit down and watch. I just watched the Avengers Endgame, and I didn't watch the other ones. Yeah. Or any of the. I watched the first Thor, Iron Man, and Avengers. Didn't watch any of the other ones. Watched the Guardians of the Galaxy and then watched Avengers Endgame. 
Jesus. I did not know what the fuck was going on. That's fair. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was colorful, though, and a lot of action, bright lights. That's like shit for me that, like, uh, I've been into it since since it started, since I was a fucking kid. Like, since that first Iron Man movie came out. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, nerd shit has always just been part of, like, my fucking DNA on that one. I'm, like, a really big fucking nerd. They're specific. People are always, like... Like, now I've watched all the Thors. I like the Thor movies. See, I feel like people have, like, their little niche shit that yeah. they're into, and I'm like, yeah, I watch all that shit. <laughs> I like Deadpool. There you go. I like... Yeah, my nerd's more of the sci-fi and fantasy realm shit. Yeah. The, the, the have you watched, like, Black Mirror? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. The nerd shit, like, fucking... I loved Game of Thrones, but... Fuck them for fucking ending up though. Yeah, there you go. I'm yeah. I'm fucking so pumped for The Witcher to come out. The that Witcher looks I will sick. watch. Henry Cavill. That's the one show I will say I'm going to take a break from not watching TV to watch. That's fair. Henry Cavill looks like he's gonna be a fucking dope Witcher. Yeah. Um, I never played those games. Oh. Good. I know people People who have played the games are like super jazzed on the TV show, but it, that's another TV show that I'm like, I don't care if I know the source material, I'm going to fucking enjoy the shit out but of it. But it's like, not even, it's a movie based on a, the game is based on a book. So yeah, There you go. Yeah, it's still a movie based on a book. Yeah. Which is really a good foundation for it. I feel like any great TV series like, like that yeah. needs to be based on a book, like a fantasy show. Yeah. You can't have a fantasy show that they just made for TV. It's got to be... That's something you need to write out. There's that's too fair. much creativity that needs to be involved in that. That's fair. To just screenwrite that. It's a lot to... That's got to be a novel. It's a lot to expand on. Like, uh, did you ever see uh, I, Frankenstein? No. Nah. It's like a movie a lot of people didn't see, but it's a really fucking cool sci-fi movie. It's about gargoyles and demons. It's not about Frankenstein at all. Yeah. That's He's, probably what turned me off about it. Dude, I thought it was going to be another Abraham Lincoln I watched uh, vampire it. slayer. And I was like, okay, I can't watch this. Yeah. I, thought I it was, watched like, it for I was the, the first Shakespeare, time. Frankenstein's Shakespeare this time. Yeah. I watched it for the first time this year. And I was like, this movie's amazing. How have I never seen this before? And it's totally because it's marketed as like, I, Frankenstein's like a demon slayer and shit. Uh, and he is. But the whole movie's based on... Uh, demons versus gargoyles and gargoyles are like the you know the angels from heaven and the demons are from hell and they're having this whole full on war and I Frankenstein's trapped in the middle of it because he doesn't have a soul Uh. and the demons want to study him and figure out how to make more of him so they can because the demons can possess him because he doesn't have a soul so they can come back from the underworld and take over his body and so they're trying to make an army of i frankensteins and the gargoyles are trying to trying to stop him and like he's just like in the middle of it damn it's like irobot okay now i get the title and uh i thought frankenstein was gonna be a creative writer he was gonna be writing novels on a beach somewhere (laughs) he retired he's like this is my memoirs it was so i thought it was gonna be the after years i watched it and i was like this movie's insane like they kill a demon and like they go back to the underworld so they turn into fire and like shoot down into hell and then when a gargoyle dies they fucking ascend into heaven in like a big beam of light because they're fucking souls and they're going back to heaven. Man. 
It's pretty wild. It the whole nuts. movie is like a war, and like it's it's fucking epic. I think and the I, last movie I watched was Snowpiercer. Oh yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. It's like a Del Bass movie. It's like the end of the world. The world's all frozen, and they're on a train. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. It's like the last surviving people on the planet are on this train that goes around the planet. It's like a self-sustaining train. This like eccentric fucking millionaire made. That's dope. But then it's like a every train car is divided into like class systems. It's like the people in the back are like the lowest class, and they're just eating like absolute garbage. Really. They're, like, growing crickets to feed them because that's, like, all they can grow on the train. I'm going to have to check it out. It's pretty intense. The action scenes are fucking nuts. It has fucking Captain America in it. Because there'll be just, there's just, like, uh, there's some super intense scenes. I'll have to check it out. I've definitely heard of it. I remember when it came out in college. Snowpiercer. No, it was just one of those movies on Netflix that I'd seen forever. Then one night I was just, like, I want to sit down and just watch something. And I was like, this is one of those ones I've wanted to check out. I'm going to have to watch it. It sounds dope. I like I like any end of the world post-apocalypse shit, too. Mad Max is my shit. I'm fucking uh, running out of... This is such a stupid problem to have. I'm running out of data on this computer while we're recording. And my computer is giving me warnings. Like... You're maxed out? Yeah, it's like uh, you need to delete shit. How big's your hard drive? Uh, this hard drive that it's recording on is not very big. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, I'm going to start deleting shit while we're recording. <laughs> Hell yeah, on-the-fly maintenance. Yeah, dude. What other podcast do you see that? I have to deal with Without this a shit. break. Without a break. There's a crisis being averted right now, guys. I hope I'm not deleting any files that I need. I don't think I am. I really just need to uh, redirect this recording to save onto my other. It's gl- I'm glad to know drive. that, even though you have way better equipment and everything than us, you you still don't name your files like anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's still just a bunch of. What date was it made on? <laughs> you gotta rewatch every file. Right. I do that shit so bad. Dude, yeah. I mean, dude, making podcasts and staying on top of it is so, such a difficult fucking thing to do. Like, I see you also use your desktop like it's a folder. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I don't have time to go search for a folder for this. I'm just going to put it on the desktop. Yeah, no, we're like quickly, quickly running out of hard drive space here. We might have to. Uh... Well, that's it. Where are we at? Oh, we're like deep into this podcast for an hour and a half in. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, you see right here, I have 165 megabytes left. That's just going down rapidly. Damn. <clears throat> uh, delete the local disk C. <laughs> delete everything. <laughs> All right. Start uploading this to the drive while it's running. So we'll... It'll it'll come in and go out at the same time. Oh man. Oh uh, no, all this will be all this will be fucking fine. Delete hopefully. uh delete Rocket League. Right. <laughs> I can tell there I can tell that was a big no. Now look, I just deleted one file, we're good. We got four gigs available. We're uh-huh. fine. Oh, oh yeah. my god. 
If anyone ever important. listens to this, uh, just like tweet me and let me know that you understand my anxiety losing data on my computer quickly. If anyone ever listens to this, uh, <laughs> follow me at Dustin Cade on everything. And <laughs> I have a show tonight at Gus's Pizza in Goodyear. There you if go. You're a li- if you happen to be a listener in Goodyear tonight, when is it? When do you post yours? Do you post yours immediately, or do I'm you? I'm gonna probably just post it. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, I would like to. Do you have a set time you post them or day? Or I would fucking like to, but nah. no. I usually just post them when I record them. Yeah. Realistically, I'd like to get on a schedule and post them every Friday or every Saturday. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I get a new episode every Friday, but I really need to record some solo ones so I can just kind of sprinkle them in when I have uh, when I don't have a guest. See, I couldn't imagine doing a solo by myself. Yeah, just talking. I've done a handful of them, and it's definitely challenging. Yeah, but uh, I used to just like sit and like smoke a joint and like talk while I was smoking the joint. And even the first podcast with fucking me and Josh just started together. Even the first one there, we were like, we're just gonna shoot twenty minutes. And that ten minutes, I was starting to sweat. I was like, we were both starting to sweat. Yeah, we're like, man, it's really hard to just keep a conversation going while you're recording. Yeah. Two different things. You're both looking at yourself on camera. Yep. But it's now we do. Easy. We'll just bust out an hour if we're. Yeah, I think that's why I started like picking topics and like ranting about a topic because I'm like, yeah, if I just talk about a topic for 20 minutes and then that's all I have to say, like, fuck it, like, yeah. I'll just upload that, whatever. And uh, I think that made it easier, but it's the type of thing where I want to get back on a schedule and have guests scheduled regularly, like every Saturday or every other Saturday or whatever, and get more on track with like a fucking actual schedule of podcasts. And yeah, it's hard though. Like I definitely envy the fucking celebrities that are like, yeah, just have one every Friday, and like they record them ahead of time and just release yeah. them and shit in like, a studio. Yeah, <laughs> in a studio, studio where renting. they have a fucking engineer who runs their shit and fucking... Where there's seven other people in the room. That's what fucking blows my mind when I see p- the bigger podcasts and there's like literally six or seven people behind the camera doing shit. Yeah. Like, man, how much better high qual- or quality do you need it to be? Yeah. you need that many people in the room? I've thought about, uh, like... I just need to have someone to manage my social media... Yeah, that too, right? I've thought about the fact that, like, uh, a lot of... If anybody ever listens, manage my social media. Right? A lot of comedians and people who do podcasts, like, they don't even understand how their fucking shit works. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they don't even have the knowledge to run their fucking cameras and fucking microphones and, like... Most fucking most people you listen to a podcast have no idea yeah how to make a podcast how to plug in yeah wires without their producers <laughs> and all the people running their shit oh, yeah. they would be so fucking lost and that's like part of like the shit I try to remind myself I'm like dude like you're not just run like doing a podcast you're producing it fucking running the lights fucking running the cameras yeah. like it's fucking plus working a full time job right yeah it's, it's not like I get to be fucking Joe Rogan where I show up and yeah. young Jamie has all my shit ready and I fucking start talking to someone. Because most people get off their eight-hour job and then they fucking go take a nap, eat dinner, yeah, go to the gym or something. Yeah. They don't have to have mental acuity to fucking run a podcast yeah. after being tired from working. 
Yeah, that's a struggle. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, it's never gonna be. It's like a never-ending battle on that one. You, you have like to get used a full-time to full-time job. Yeah, you have to get used to having mental alertness while also being fucking exhausted. Yep, and fucking be motivated. I think like uh, growing up and like getting older, I never really understood why You're moving twenty-one thousand items to a different folder, to a different hard drive. Yeah. As we speak. 21,000. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, I never understood why why so many people just, like... Like, people like my parents, like, just have day jobs and come home and watch TV yeah. and don't really do a whole lot. And now that I'm 28 and I have a full-time job and I fucking live with my fiancé and shit, it's like, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get why people don't want to do anything else. Like, they're fucking exhausted. Like, listening to, like, the Joe Rogan podcast and how he always talks about, like, there's people at home who work their fucking eight-to-five cubicle jobs and come home and hate their lives and fucking... Yeah. Like, every time he says that, I'm like, that's me. That's, like, (laughs) I work in a cubicle and fucking, like, come home and don't have energy to do shit. Yeah. It's fucking exhausting, man. Oh, man. I, the, a job's exhausting, but starting comedy, fucking, that's exhausting, too. It's all exhausting. Any, every, life's exhausting. But you got to stay motivated. Yeah. That's, like, the whole point of it. It's, like, you got to stay driven to want to do it. Oh, I feel like I got, before I was doing comedy and I was just living that life, just going to work, coming home, hanging out on the weekends with friends, and yeah. I, I felt like I'd get real depressed, and my depression was a lot worse, my anxiety was a lot worse. Yeah. Like, I felt like I needed... I feel like everyone needs something outside of work to they do. do. for yeah. sure. Outside of work and just hanging out at bars and socializing. But it's like... Unless people... there's an open mic at that bar or comedy at that bar, then, yeah, you should totally go there and bring your friends. But that's why people hang out at bars, right? It's like, because they do need something else. But it's yeah. like, that's the easiest thing. Yeah. It makes you feel good. It's relatively cheap. Yeah. Like, going... Compared to, like, going and doing things, like... I went to Joe Rogan last night. That cost, like, realistically, I spent probably $300. You know, like, I bought two tickets, which was $170. Plus, we ate food. We had drinks. We got food afterwards. Like, you know what I mean? You go to the bar every night for two weeks without... Right. Like, that could be your your drinking budget. Yeah. Fucking uh, for a month. (laughs) Like... That could that could supply me with weed for like two weeks, dude. Right? <laughs> That's so funny. These days, weed's just getting cheaper and cheaper too. Oh yeah, which is great, but it's honestly bad. The weed industry is getting really lazy. Yeah, There's so many people growing down here that like I've bought weed that I I all like smoke a bowl and I'm like I'm not smoking the rest of that eighth I bought. Yeah, because it's so bad. I'm like, it tastes like shit. It that too, it's making people picky. Yeah, remember we just smoked weed with seeds in it and yep. stems and just didn't care. Yeah, dude. And as now a we teenager. all now we all have opinions. Now we all care what. Like I have, I used to not give a shit what sativa or indica was. Nope. And now I'm all like, She's no. Like, oh, that's good shit. I'll have good shit. Like I got a pre roll for us to smoke before this, and I was like, I need a sativa. Because, like, if I like, smoke an indica and a whole pre-roll, like, I'm going to be a little lazy on the podcast. <laughs> like, I, like, I thought it through. See, I usually only smoke indica. I don't really notice a different, big difference between the two. I always feel like indica gives me slightly higher. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. I, I notice uh, I notice on specific buds I buy, and I feel like I only notice because I'm trying to notice. Yeah. Like, I've thought about it. Like, I've smoked a bowl, and then I've, like, thought about, like, like why do I feel kind of shitty right now? Or, like, have you ever smoked, like, a specific weed and had, like, a, like weird thoughts? I've had, like, a weird, like, anxiety. Yeah, like, like just, like, like different. Like, like, I smoked a blunt to myself the other day of, I don't know what weed it was, but I had, like, some weird anxiety for some reason. I was like, eh, maybe that's strange. I don't know. Yeah. I, sm- I I bought an eighth, like, a couple weeks ago, and I smoked a bowl of it, and I got kind of depressed. Like, I yeah. just got, I got super baked, but I got very in my head about shit. Yeah. And then I was sitting there, and I was like, why am I obsessing over all the negative things right now? And I was like, I think it's that weed. And then I smoked it again, like, the next day, and I felt the same. I was like, that, that oh, weed's man. totally fucking with me. I was like, <laughs> and then I just went and got different weed, and it was fine. I was like, yeah, it's totally I just that weed. Just pick my weed uh, based on the coolest name and right? the price range I want. Right? Yeah, totally. I'm smoking a Piho right now, because Piho. I just bought some, like, white OG or some shit. Is that the point, like, you don't... How many fucking different weed strains are there now? Because I'll go a week, one week, and then I'll see completely different strains the next week. And I'm like, There's well, what's many. the point of even having the strain name There's too many. if you're never going to have the exact same strain? Well, it also, like, the same strain grown by two different people, two different companies, could be entirely different. Yeah. Same name. <clears throat> and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I think we should just call it weed. You mix yeah. it all together, you get what you get. Have you ever seen the movie Grandma's Boy? That's, like, one of my favorite yeah. stoner movies. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what it's called. I just want a bag of fucking weed. <laughs> like, I got the bling. I got the bling bling. I got the Hulk. I yeah. got the brown bomber or whatever That's the fuck. how I feel. He's I, like, dude, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, buy, buy, I buy based on price. Yeah. Like, what is in this range? That's what that I looks do, best. too. I'm like, what do you have that's, like, $30 an eighth right now? Let me see those five weeds. When I first got my card, I was splurging. I was buying edibles i was buying drinks i was buying everything buying some positories fuck it Jesus. just everything no i didn't actually buy suppositories <laughs> but i was like i didn't know they had those they do I believe i've that. seen them i've seen they have cbd ones they have lube and they have them for girls cbd vagina ones yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah whatever <laughs> yeah girls you got y'all got better things to put stuff in and it's kind of upsetting sometimes so funny Edibles. We don't. We don't got a lot of cool places in our body to put stuff. Edibles for me are like a special occasion type of thing. Either if I want to get like super fucked up, or if I want to take like uh, twenty five milligrams before like a concert. Yeah. Or shit like that. Where I'm like, it's not enough where I need to sleep, and like it's gonna fuck me up. But like for these next three or four hours where I can't bring weed. Yeah. Into this event, like I'm gonna be stoned for the whole concert. No, I just I figure out how to get type weed of shit. In. Oh yeah. yeah, I usually do too. These days, I just bring my vape pen, dude. I pretty it's much not buy, a big deal. Buy edibles if I'm trying to like fuck myself up for a day. There you like go. Like if I go raving all night or something, or if I go to a music festival, yeah, I'll bring edibles for the next day when I just want to sleep all day. There you go. Or just be lazy all day. So yeah. I'll eat like 150 milligram fucking edible and yeah. Just chill. Yeah, I'll get uh, I'll get edibles when I just want to have like yeah, get super fucked up. 
I like I really enjoy eating a shitload of edibles and just seeing like where my mind goes. Like I'm like, yeah, I fucking ate like 200 milligrams, fucked up. Like I'm out of my mind. Like to nah. the point where I'm like, I don't feel comfortable driving a car right now. I had a 300 milligram fucking bar one time and yeah. fucking went out drinking with some friends and I was drinking like all day, but I never felt drunk because I was just too high to feel drunk. Yeah. Like, I fucking never... I couldn't hardly move. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Super fucked up, dude. Yeah. Everyone had to lead... People had to lead me where we were going. I, yeah. <sighs> we ate edibles and went to Comic-Con two years in a row. I've never been to Comic-Con. I want to check it out. Some I've been wanting to check it out for years, yeah. but... Phoenix Comic-Con's pretty good. It's a good time. And it's cheap. It's not like uh How much do they usually charge for it? For, like... Like, if you want to go for one day, like yeah. 25 or 30 bucks. That ain't bad at all. Yeah. It's not like... Like, San Diego Comic-Con's like $200, $300 or whatever. All right, yeah. But Phoenix Comic-Con, if you buy a four-day pass, like, for all the days, if you bought one right now, it's like 50 bucks on sale. Damn. And then they'll go up to like 75 and then like 100 or whatever. Definitely don't think I could do four days of Comic-Con. Oh, uh, we usually buy like the passes for the whole thing, and then we'll go for like two days. Yeah. Yeah, just because it's cheaper than buying both days. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty fun. Like, we've definitely gone, and we fucking, you walk through the whole thing, fucking meet celebrities, and fucking, my favorite thing is going through the vendors. Like, you'll never see more nerd shit being sold. That's at, why I want to go. Anything. See, like, find some weird shit. If you're into anything, if you're into movies, if you're into comics, if you're into, uh action figures if you're into like obscure fan fiction or whatever like there's a little section of that at a comic-con for sure you know and like uh we went the year you know when fidget spinners got super crazy yeah like every single vendor was selling so upsetting to me the whole rise and fall of fidget spinners is upsetting dude that's the type of shit three bearings like that's, on a piece of plastic. That's the type of shit I wish I had money to cash in on. Because I would totally see trends like that coming and be like, we need to start selling fidget spinners now. It's just like, like you know what I mean? Like, make 50,000 of them. Let's go set up a fucking table and sell them all for $4 a piece. Like, it's like fucking $200,000 you can make. That's like, one of those things you, know you need mean? money to start. Totally. Yeah, that's one of those things you can't just. No one's going to see the value of it over time. It's something you got to market out. Yeah. Tell people they want this. Right. Get it in their pocket but before they realize they're who dumb. But saw those fidget spinners and were like, these are going to blow up. And they fucking made shitloads of them. And, like, they made those little Captain America shield ones. Yeah. And like the little Batarang ones. And I Batman saw one ones. where it was a fucking electronic fidget spinner. So they just hold the center and it spins on its own. Yeah. And I was like, the point is... Battery-powered ones. It's supposed to be for you to fidget with because you're fucking got anxiety and shit. Yeah, and right. you, saw ones with different colors on them. You just you bought a mini fan. It's just a mini fan at that point. Totally. <laughs> but they blew up, man. Kids will buy that shit. That's the thing. You got to find something that you can sell for $4 so no one's going to ever feel bad about buying it because it was $4. Dude, and your kid loses one, and you're like, yeah, I'll buy you another one for $4 fucking dollars. You need to like, develop a shitty $1 iPhone game. Oh, yeah, dude. Just get a I million I mean, remember hits. Angry Birds? You play Angry Birds back in the day? It's like, I mean, I can't imagine that there's a lot of hardcore coding going on. 
no. to make Angry Birds a functional Dude, game. Dude, Angry Birds was like basic physics like built a, into a left-to-right game. Because I've played fucking a million versions of games like that on Newgrounds and all yeah. those old PC game websites. Neopets yeah. and fucking all that shit in elementary school. Now you put some stupid birds in a slingshot and... They they made billions. They made movies off of that. I know. Game. That's that company made more making Angry Birds plushies and like dolls. An app had a movie made after it. Yeah, that company cashed in, dude. And they set a new precedent on gaming apps. Like it was like legit. Like overnight, you could be a billionaire with a gaming app. And then everyone, you remember when everyone was copying it? Yeah. There's Angry Birds, and then Flappy Bird came out, and then there was like a million fucking bird games. Then they had fucking Clash of Clans, wasn't even the first one of those. And there's like 87,000 versions of that now. Yeah. And that's a crazy, like, uh, that's something I've thought about more and more as I've done comedy, as I've done podcasting, as I've thought about making short films and stuff. Like, the. The ability to be successful and have like a fan base is is so much wider and easier than it was back in the day. Like there's so many people that like it doesn't take that many people playing an app like that for it to like go viral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people go viral. I download two thousand people tweet about something and that's like going viral. You know what I mean? Yeah, I download fucking games all the my phone all the time that are free. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's my thing. I just, but, I've but they're still getting that. advertising money for each those stupid uh-huh. free ass games. I've thought about that with like podcasting and stuff. Like, there's just in this country, there's almost 400 million people. Like, if fucking a thousand people listen to your podcast, you could like be successful and make money on your podcast. Yeah. Like a thousand people is not that many people. Yeah. That's, that's less people than went to your fucking high school. Like, you know what I mean? That's the thing is just getting that many people to listen. Like I fucking right, but it's like slowly over time. Like I've done good at comedy shows with like two hundred people in the crowd, and then not had a single person talk to me after the show or follow me or add me on anything. Yeah, but now I'll go do a show with like four people and fucking that's where you get the followers. Yeah, dude, and talking to people and over time the fucking yeah listen and whatever like i just did a show on wednesday and like two people followed me on instagram they were comics and it's because we were standing around and they're like you should follow me on instagram yeah okay (laughs) and now we follow each other on instagram and that's the type of shit where it's like maybe one of those people will listen to my podcast one day yeah (laughs) like you know or i'll have them on and maybe one of their friends will listen to my fucking podcast one day yeah it's like, that's what I just think about more and more. Like, it's like, you just think about how many billions of people are on the planet. Like, you only need a small subset of people to fucking believe in, like, what you're doing and support it and fucking. Yeah, to have a viable. Yeah. Something you can make a career off of. Totally. And fucking just get out there. Stand-up's hard because you gotta have people willing to go leave their house and buy tickets to your show. and Yeah. But that's what's cool about YouTube and shit these days. It's like... You have to build enough of a following you can consistently... You can record your stuff and just put it out there and let people watch it. Yeah. Like Andrew Scholes does. 
Oh, you ever watch his shit? I love Andrew Schultz. Yeah. He's one of my faves right like, now. He just puts comedy specials on YouTube. He's, like, not worried about Netflix specials and shit. No. He's like, yeah, just fucking record a half hour and put it on YouTube. He has, like, an insane amount of fucking stand-up, almost stand-up specific content. Yeah, he's doing great. It's wild. Man. Someday. Probably not that high. But, yeah. <laughs> but sticking with it, it's like, all you gotta do is stick with it. Yeah. Meet people, fucking, yeah, dude. I mean, it'd be sick if you were doing my podcast on five fucking years. Yeah, it's like Bert and Tom are doing Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, if you go back and watch like Joe Rogan's podcast with Bert, it's like the first time they ever like met and had a real conversation. Yeah, that's the thing you gotta fucking think about. It's ten years ago, and Bert's like, yeah, dude, like this podcast is so cool. Like, like and, the, they and, were all in the same spots, fucking we are going to be in all, at fucking points. Totally, man. They all had to start, too. Totally. And now they all have their own podcast, and they're all running shit. And you can get another beer if you want to. Oh, I'm good, man. Yeah, I know you got to drive yeah. and stuff. You got a show tonight. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's 5. Oh, okay. My show's at you 7. You get it going soon? Uh, show's at 7.30. Oh, cool. Yeah, I we're at... Enough, uh, I got some time. We're at two hours already, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking flew by. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I won't say it's the longest. I did a podcast to my friends. Fucking lost an episode. We recorded two hours. It was probably one of the like best fucking interviews I'd ever fucking given. Like really? I was just on fire. I took like a microdose of mushrooms before I went on, so really? everything was just super comfy, and I was just flowing there. But I was I was cracking so many jokes. That's pretty great. And fucking. That I was like, ah, there's so many things I'm going to go back to this to listen for for material. Because it's just a lot of silliness. Yeah. And then I fucking, they hit like an hour and 45 minutes and the computer froze. Really? And lost all of it. That sucks. Yeah, so we all just had a small anxiety attack and recorded another hour and a half. Fucking Of a. new. Fucking <laughs> the whole set, The whole episode was just us depressed and pissed off. About the episode we lost. I have 100% thought about, like, how shitty it would be if my computer crashed while I was recording or, like, any of that shit. Hasn't happened yet? No. Damn. I mean, it's my gaming computer, and, like, I built it, and if it goes wrong, it's kind of my fault anyway, so. We had one episode where we have a shitty, like, phone stand, and it's like a dollar store phone stand. Yeah. So we started the episode recording, and everything was centered, but then slowly throughout the episode, it was sagging. Really? Yeah, because it was on, like, two bendy, like, posts. That's funny. And they were fucking bending, and then by the end of the episode, it was just staring, like, at our feet. Damn. <laughs> so we just did that one audio only. Damn. Yeah, I fucking... I haven't posted videos for all of my podcasts at all, because uh, only the last maybe six or seven, I've been recording with this actual, like, fucking software that does the audio and the video. Because I was recording, originally I was recording on my camera and uploading the video from my camera and then putting the audio on it and then uploading that. And I was like, this is too much of a fucking hassle. Like, I don't have time to edit the video, fuck with the audio. Oh, and now, can... how I have it set up, I just hit record and it's the audio and the video are recording. And oh, it's we... good. Yeah, we have Josh record it on his phone, then upload it to Google Drive. Then I pull off Google Drive and separate the audio and video and yeah. upload everything. 
Yeah. Do all a, the back end shit. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's just tedious. It's yeah. tedious, the, all the little steps you got to do just to get a fucking video online. Yeah. And video and audio. Yeah. That's the perks of having a... That's, like, the benefit of recording on the computer versus, like, a Zoom recorder. There's benefits to both, like, the just quality, the, amount, the fucking... The amount of steps you got to do is yeah. changes how much fun it is. Totally, dude. And that's why I don't blame people for not wanting to fuck with it. It's like, dude, it's so much fucking effort. Yeah. If it wasn't... If I couldn't hit record and record this video, I probably wouldn't even upload this video. Yeah. I'd just be like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time. Because I was spending, like... An hour or two at night on my computer fucking with the video and shit just to upload it. And I'm like, this is such a waste of my fucking time. Yeah. I want to record a podcast and upload it. I don't want to fucking edit it and do all this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking hassle. (laughs) Yeah, all this, all all your, I look at all of the stuff you got, your setup. It gives me anxiety thinking of all the (laughs) different things you got to turn on before you start an episode. It's a lot, dude. All the wires you got to make sure are plugged in. And it would be really easy to just fuck it up. I've recorded a whole episode without video because I didn't turn it on. <laughs> like That's some shit we would... And I thought I'd turn it on and it just wasn't recording. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. We've we've had our hiccups. We had one where we just stopped recording. Or the phone filled up. Yeah. Like halfway through the episode and we didn't see. Yeah. And it cut off. If I had, like, the money, what I would love to do is fucking open a podcast studio in Phoenix and, like, just have a studio and, like, be the producer and just have people come in and record podcasts. Do it. And then I think about it, and I'm like, how do I make money doing that, though? Like, hope- You already got a setup. Just charge people to come in here and record their podcast. I guess, yeah, charge people to use the space. Yeah. But then it's, like, people want to do that, like, fucking spend money to record a podcast. Like, Yeah, I... I've had people offer to let me use their studios before, but I'm like, man, I don't have enough. I don't have enough listeners or followers to justify me spending money to record right. the episodes. That's kind of. I'm what not gonna I, have any until it's like starting to pick up, and by the time it starts to pick up, I'm gonna have all my own equipment. Right. I'd rather learn it myself. That's kind of how I think about it. Like, how can I make a podcast studio and like? Bring in someone like a celebrity advertised to like local baseball players, basketball, NFL players in town or something. That's like, yeah, if you have ever wanted to do a podcast, you can come do one and like pay me. Yeah. And like, because I don't know, how do you get like, how do you make a podcast with like immediate followers? You know, it's like you need a famous person. Yeah. (laughs) You already have to have the followers for something else. Yeah. It's like, that's what I think about when I'm like, yeah, doing like a podcast studio would be sick. But it's like, but who the fuck would record a podcast at my podcast studio? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. How many, how, how many podcast people know? That's why you got to have fucking network and shit. Right. Yeah. That's why it started with comedians. Because they're all like, yeah, we have fans already. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> who told you that? <laughs> right. I have a couple fans. No, I mean like big comedians yeah. in LA. Oh yeah, big comedians. <laughs> like it started with them, fucking Joe Rogan, yeah, Adam Carolla, people like that. Fucking, it's weird, man. It's definitely the weird thing. It's like the weirdest thing to try to get into when like 
Like, uh, I thought when I started a podcast, I was like, yeah, tons of my friends will listen to it. I was like, no, none of them listen to it. My mom won't even listen to it. I was like, my mom will for sure listen to every one of my episodes. She's never listened to a single one. I'd rather my mom not, but... Yeah, now I'm like, yeah, it's fine if you do not listen to any of that, but... When I started, I was like, my mom supports me. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my parents are supportive, but fucking. I was like, it'll be easy to get 10 listeners every episode. And I was like, nah, it was, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not, yeah. You know? My parents are supportive, but man. I don't. I, I, want, I, I like that they're supportive, but I don't want them to have to hear the things I say. Right. A lot of times. Yeah. Uh, like, I did a 15 minute set, and they came. Oh, yeah. And they sat in the front row. Oh, shit. And it was very awkward. Was it? Yeah. I just opened with drugs. Yeah. I opened with drugs and ripped the Band-Aid off. Dude, I told so my I, mom. They've seen me do five-minute sets, but that's short enough. I don't. I can do. I have enough five material that I can do five minutes without uh, upsetting them. Yeah. Or making them regret having me. <laughs> yeah. But 15 minutes, I had to just do the shit. That's fair. I for sure told my awkward. mom that she couldn't come to like an open mic and watch me. I was like, I like I booked my first book show and like I don't want like, anyone going to open. She's like, I would love to. to I would love to like go. And I was like, you can come watch me do comedy if I'm still doing it in like five years. Yeah, like, I was like, <laughs> I didn't tell my family I was doing it to like. They found out because I my brother told them. Oh like, yeah, like nine or ten months in, I wasn't going to tell them until. I was getting fucking booked somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell my mom I started doing comedy. My brother told her too. That's funny. Yeah. Fucking brothers. Yeah. Sibling, don't tell your sibling shit. I told my brother and like my my mom knew literally the next day. And I was just like, I didn't tell you that. Like, just like, Man. what the fuck? Yeah. It's one, of, it's one of those few things you don't want. You want your parents to be proud of you, but... You don't want them to have to. Only for certain things. Yeah. They're also just too close. I told my brother he couldn't come watch me either. I was it like, makes it harder to perform. Dude. I was like, dude, like, I don't need your opinion. I don't need to ride in a car with you afterwards. Like, I don't need you being like, you did good. Like, I just, I, 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 should, I like, shouldn't have to. I don't know. I don't want my mom. I told my, I kept my mom away for a while because I told her, I was like, you guys could come, but I yeah. just, be talk, I'm going to be talking about my dick a lot. <laughs> they didn't want to come right but then I, they just bit the bullet and came and now they know about my dick it's different yeah it's different when like people who are close to you like see you fucking do shit you're like passionate about or yeah. like uh or things you're even just struggling with like i'm trying to be a comedian yeah like it's like difficult to even say like yeah i'm a fucking stand-up comedian like i'm an open micer yeah uh, yeah. Two or three years, like, I might, if people are like, what do you do? I might be like, yeah, I'm a stand up comedian. But, like, right now, I'm like, it's just something I do. Oh, like, every time I talk to my dad, he's like, so you getting paid for this gig? I'm right. Like, I'm, I'm, no, no comics make fucking money to, like, yeah. Like, I went out to LA to just do a, like, small, a bar show in LA. Right. And my fucking mom, my mom was like, well, hopefully, maybe a good, uh, big agent will see you or something. And, You'll you'll make it, and I was like, "Well, I've been doing this like a year." Yeah, you got you guys have high. Ex- that's the problem. They got high expectations, right? 
Because people that don't do it think that... There's people who have lived in LA and been open micers for 10 years. So many people think the way you get famous and big and all that shit is being just seen by someone and they like you. Yeah. And then they make you a famous person. Yeah. No, you gotta be... You have to have shit to back it. You gotta be good. You gotta earn it. Yeah. And that's like how I feel. Like, talking about comedy is awesome, but I'm like, fuck, man, I have so much work to do before I'm, like, validated. And, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking comedian. Like, I've been through the ringer. Yeah, I still... I'm like, no, I'm still fucking... I need to get out there more. I need to get on stage. I need more stage time. I yeah. I need to fucking try harder. Like, but a lot of people, I've met... A lot of people that are so full of themselves for being a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I've been doing this shit for a year, bro. I'm like, cool. cool. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. There's so many that have been doing it that long and just haven't developed at all. Yeah, that's true. They're just doing the same shit they started with. Yeah, a lot of people get super full of themselves, too. Just like... You gotta ego check yourself constantly. Yeah. Because you all have a good set and feel like you're... Fucking on top of the world. Yeah. But I, it's humbling because you'll, you'll have good sets. You'll have a string of good sets and then you'll just eat it. Yeah. Just bomb. Like, it. I know my jokes right now are not jokes I want to be telling in three years. Well, that's yeah. why I don't post any of my jokes online. Yeah. Everyone asks me, they're like, oh, why don't you put your set, any sets online or any of your jokes online? Yeah. I'm like, because... I'm going to fucking cringe at them a year from yep. a year or two from now when and I've it, <laughs> written way better stuff. Yeah, and it's funny because you say that, and I know open micers who I've seen who have been doing it a month or two longer than I have, and they have posted endless amounts of shit of, like, one-minute clips of, like, uh, jokes they've done at open mics and stuff. Like, I've been doing a year. I haven't posted a single. Yeah. The it, only, I have one set online, and it's because the show recorded. there's a lot recorded, of people who are different. The show recorded the sets and posted them all online. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so kind of shitty. I didn't really want it. I mean, I got 200 views on it, so that was nice. That's cool. Yeah. I posted, I just, uh, well, I did that stir-crazy show on Wednesday, and I paid for them to record my set, and they sent it to me. Yeah, I'll do that. I have a big collection of my videos. Are you coming to get creep? Yeah, it's dinner time. Oh. Crypto, go eat. Like, I have a bunch of videos I haven't really, that I just use for submission if I'm going to send to, like, a comedy festival or not, which I haven't been because they all charge, like, money. I don't know. There's so many people that submit to comedy festivals. And I'm like, you're not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. It's like they're only going to pick so many people. Yeah. For, and there are people from out of state putting into this. They're putting people all around the country are putting in yeah. for this comedy festival. I was looking, I was reading about the Flagstaff, the oh, Big Pine's great. Big Pine Festival. I was just reading about it. And you have to like pay, like, I don't know what it was, the submission fee. $30 yeah. to like submit a video and stuff. I mean, which I understand. I just don't understand people that are having trouble getting booked on shows, bar shows submitting for this right. huge comedy festival this great fucking show I'm like i was reading about it and i was like this is the type of thing i would like to do in a year or two you should just go to check it out i went this like, year just to no but go. i mean like submit like, yeah like, pay money because i'm like i know if i submit this and pay my money these people are just gonna keep my money like i'm not gonna get put on this fucking festival yeah. like you know what i mean but there's definitely people who are going for it six, yeah. six months into doing open mics that are like, yeah, I'm trying to do 
comedy festivals. Nah, go go next year though. It's great. They have open mics throughout the whole festival. Too. Oh really? Yeah. Like I got tons of stage time. That'd Just, be cool. Yeah, be in there. Then it's a fucking party. Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty crazy at night. I would definitely like to go. I love Flagstaff. I it, mean, that's where I went to college. Oh, and then the open mic, you can win a spot, a book spot on oh, one of really? the shows. That's like, cool. That's the prize every night for like the main open mic. That's sick. It's the best set gets uh, like five minute spot or something on the. That's sick. I didn't know they had show. open mics during it. I'll definitely yeah. fucking check that out next year. Yeah. See, that's the type of shit that's like good to know, so you yeah. don't waste forty dollars oh, on your fucking five minute video. They have workshops. They have. It's free for comics. That's cool. They have work like I. They have a, they had a booking workshop that was super good. It was oh, just really? like twelve like bookers from like different clubs around the country, just telling exactly what they want when they have someone email them or message them to get on. Oh, shows. really? Like how often you should do it? Like wh- how many times you should check back with them? Cool. Like at what point they get annoyed with you about shit? That's my thing. I get fucking. Booker's got to be fucking annoyed with comics constantly. They probably they have a hundred open micers a day messaging them for spots. Yeah, and only five or six of them should even be doing book shows yet. Yeah. And so I fucking I, I get so uncomfortable asking to get on shows still. Yeah, I definitely I'm still to the point where I'm like I'm fine doing open mics like. Yeah. Like I would love to get on book shows, but I'm I'm still just like yeah, I'm still just trying to get better at writing jokes and shit. Like I'll get on book shows eventually, but I'm kind of just taking what gets offered to me at this point. Yeah, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force it. Yeah. Plus I'm I need to write new shit because I've been on these last couple two or three months. I've had fucking a lot of shows. Yeah. But it's been cutting a lot into my open like I haven't been developing new shit. Yeah. The jokes that I've had forever now have gotten really good because I've been doing them a lot at fucking book shows. But Yeah. A lot I'm, of the book shows here, I mean, I would love to do. Um, it's just like, I feel like I'm not in a rush. You know what yeah. I mean? I can feel like a lot of people are trying to... I literally talked to a guy who's like, I hate doing open mics. I just want to do book shows. And we've been doing comedy like the same amount of time. And I know, because I follow him on Instagram, I know he's doing a lot of book shows. But, like, I've watched his shit, and I'm just like, I know that you're just doing open mic, like, quality shit. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I get it. Like, you would just rather have, like, a paid audience and whatever. But I'm like, I just feel like open mics is where you belong, and that's where I belong still, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's where we all belong. Right. It's where you gotta, like, I hate what I see, so... You'll see someone do a new joke, try new jokes at book shows. Like, try your new jokes at an open mic. Like, don't risk ruining your set and the show because you just bombed for five minutes trying some new shit. And now the guy after you has got to pick it back up. Yeah. Whereas you could have just done the good shit you got and the show could have been good the whole way through. Totally. That's another thing a lot of comics don't understand, I feel like, is it's not about, yeah, you're a comic by yourself but when you're on a show you're working with however everyone else on that show so you need to do good to make the show better it's about the show it's not about your individual five totally yeah yeah like 
people to complain about what spot they get. I'm like, there's a reason the booker fucking picked you for that spot. Like, a lot of people hate going one or number one. I'm like, I like going number one because it means that they trust that you're going to be able to pull it off right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. You can bring the energy in a dead room. I'd, I'd rather go first than last, personally. I like doing I used to hate going first just for anxiety. Yeah. But now I love it because you get it out of the way right off the bat. And then I can just enjoy the show. Just hang out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I hate going last. I mean, just at an open mic. Just because it's like you sit there and fucking wait. And there's and no wait, one left. And wait and wait. Yeah. And of course there's no one left. That's ironic. You want to go last on any book show. But if you're on an open mic, it's the last place you want to go. Yeah. You want to go, like, second or third. But that's what I was saying. I'd be fine going first on a book show rather than last. Yeah. Because I'm, like, last I feel like people, like, you want to end on a bang and shit. I don't want, like, the pressure of, like, ending the show and, like, yeah. knowing there's no one left after me and shit. Like, I just want to, if I bomb, whatever. You got this pressure to do better than everyone before you. Right. Yeah, it's, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully a lot more shows in the future. Oh yeah, I feel like this is a solid place to yeah. To Speaking of shows, uh, find me at Gus's Pizza in two hours. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I know. Maybe uh, you know, this is episode like thirty-five or thirty-six or some Hell shit. Yeah. Maybe when I'm on episode two hundred thirty-five, there'll actually be future future <laughs> book dates you can plug and be like, yeah, fucking next month, come yeah. check me out on this shit. Uh, next month I'll be on a roast battle. <laughs> right there you yeah. go yeah ideally man just fucking keep podcasting keep doing comedy and we'll keep fucking hell yeah thanks for having it goes. me uh follow me at dustin kate on everything yeah thanks for being here dude hopefully you come do more this yeah. is dope Always. definitely more than welcome to come hang out fucking you don't live that far away so yeah it really wasn't that far yeah dude all right, Hell everyone, yeah. thanks for listening. Fucking make sure you like and subscribe. Millennial Meltdown on fucking Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all the good shit. There's my dog. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Peace. Uh, thanks yeah, for listening. Peace.